It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listen up, the ratings just came in for last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Light this candle. He's right. Let's light this candle. Light the candle. Happy Hump Day, Milwaukee. Hump Day. The fastest growing morning show is back on the air. And Drew and KB are welcoming graduate transfers from up and down the dial. It's a pledge pin, sir. A pledge pin? On your uniform! The Brewers won again in Cincinnati. Four games, four saves. And the guys will chat with Tom Odregord of the Journal Sentinel about the chance for a sweep this afternoon. That's two, that's far shooter. The guys will also talk with Sam from Thailand about stuff they like. And I want it to be the greatest thing that she's ever felt. Presented by Water Joe. And discuss the first interview with Mike McCarthy since he was fired in Green Bay. This is no time for drama. And now, they'll probably be fired someday. But as Lorenzo Kane would put it, not today. Here are Drew and KB. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Man, I am a walking, talking, living, breathing bad decision. These goofballs ain't gonna do shit. They saw There are no men like me. No, I'm motorboating. I don't give a crap. At the end of the day, you're all gonna die. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Mario gets fat. All right. We all feel better. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. Just be a good girl. I don't ever want to be successful. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going hand up with him. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Oh! Andrew, you are not the I can't speak for everybody else on the panel today, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game, but I am fired up. That's right. I, Drew Olson, am fired up. Not that I'm not fired up and excited that we get to do this every day, talk about sports and stuff. Mostly stuff. But mostly stuff. But today I'm fired up. I'm Drew. That's KB over there. What is going on, brother man? I'm fired up because there was one of the great, in our business, it's called a tease. When you promote something and you, you know, it's in, in the media business, it's like during sweeps on television, they say, is your toothbrush killing you? Tune in Thursday night and we'll tell you why your toothbrush is killing you. And they do that. They do. It's called the tease. Because you leave the toilet seat up. That's actually, The cover up in your bathroom. And you're spraying Urine around. can spray as far as six to eight feet. Yeah, absolutely. Which begs the bigger question. Should men pee standing up? Discuss. No, kidding. Um, I will admit this. What's that? I'll admit this. In the middle of the night, um, I'll sit down. You'll take a seat? Absolutely, because it's guaranteed to not make a mess. There, yeah, you have, well, you, you have turn little, the light on? or I don't want to turn the light on. And you literally, um, you eliminate a lot of hassle later on. 
That's true. A lot of discussion. I'm I'm man enough to admit it. I'll buy that. I, I like to sit down in urinals too, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> the half only, urinal only at only at summer festivals. The half the half urinal, you know, for the little people. You can sit. That's really comfortable. The <laughs> the um. Johnny Vegas came up with a great line one time. The uh, men's room was crowded at Summerfest. Usually it's the ladies' rooms that have the long lines, but the men's room was crowded. And Johnny Johnny Vegas said, buy a drink and share a sink. <laughs> he was ready to take care of business. How did we even get here? I'm talking about how excited I am about a tease. In our business, a tease is when you tell somebody what you're gonna, what's coming. Uh, when I'm told the radio professionals in our industry would say that, I'm supposed to tell people, like pre-sell, I'm supposed to tell people, hey, Tom Audercourt's coming up at this time, and what is these animals is coming up at this time, and we've got this for you and that for you. You're supposed to like tease people and get people excited. Well, as a guy who does this and in the media, there isn't that much that gets me fired up. I get fired up. I got fired up when I saw the trailer for Game of Thrones, which is starting soon. Okay. I get that excited me. But other than that, there isn't much. Can I have your HBO password? But um, we'll discuss. We might have to make a trade of some kind. Okay. There was a tweet last night from a friend of show, Rob Domofsky, longtime journalist from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, now with ESPN, the four-letter network. And his tweet, um, which launched um, in the early evening when I was watching the Brewers game and checking Twitter, he said, coming tomorrow on ESPN.com, I talked with Mike McCarthy in his first interview since he was fired. In a Q&A, he discusses the firing. Quote, it couldn't have been handled any worse. Plus, Mark Murphy's complacency claim, his relationship with Aaron Rodgers, and more. Ooh. I'm fired up, baby. I want the drama. That's on uh, ESPN, the TV show? ESPN.com. No, he's, it's, it's actually a written story. It's a Q&A. Oh, my. And when form, is that breaking? It's not a video. He said today. Rob Domofsky said today. So I've been looking at ESPN.com and hitting refresh. And trying to, you know, find out when this thing's going to launch. Because I am intrigued. I want to know the story from Mike McCarthy's viewpoint. Who's going under the bus? And is he going to back up and go over him again? Oh, baby. And Rob posted these pictures, which make you think. uh, The tweet makes you think maybe there's a um, video element of it. But he said it's a print story. And that has got me fired up. What's McCarthy going to say? Um, first of all, about how it was handled. When, when you say how it was handled, he got fired after the Arizona game. And they announced it like within an hour after his press conference and stuff, right? So they called him in. He met with the media after the game, and then they called him in, and they clipped him. Um, that was a, an abysmal performance in a disappointing season. And it, it was, I guess, you know, a lot of people weren't shy. It was... Shocking. It shocked the industry. The, the, the NFL industry was like, why would you fire a Super Bowl winning coach when the season's over? What difference does it make? Let him finish the season. You know, it shocked the industry. And it was a little, it was abrupt. Um, the pictures that Rob posted are of McCarthy at like a two, two, uh, he, he's looking, he's working a computer. He's got two monitors, big monitors. Um, and he's got this big G green binder full of stuff. And then he's at a, a shelf with a whole bunch of big G Binders. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't is know that a stock on. photo? <laughs> it is not a stock photo. Well, he would <laughs> have still have stocking a. a well, no, he would at, still uh, have all that. Depot. He would still have all that stuff. I would think. I would think you get to keep all that stuff, right? But I mean, if it it's his, like it if it's his play, house, if it's playbooks and stuff I, like it's that, it's clearly he would went be... to his house and this is what he had. And yeah, it's probably playbooks and and records. Man, I would and, think you'd have to 
have to turn that back in. I don't, I don't know. Well, new coach is going to have new stuff anyway, right? Right, they could, but still, you know, there's it's his uh, personal stuff of, you know, game film and all that. I, I don't know. Uh, sure they, you know, the whole intellectual property and who owns what, that's going to be a dicey thing. But I can tell you this, if someone says, hey, you know, can you come to my office for a second? You know, I want to chat with you about something. And it could, you could go thinking it's totally, you know, innocuous, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll swing by. And you go in and there's someone sitting there who you didn't expect to be there. You know it's coming. It's coming. Here comes the bullet. It's someone from HR or security guard. Or whatever. Or there's the witness. You know, it's, um, as you look at it, I just want to, there's no good way to end that relationship. There's no good way to fire. I've never been in a position here. I've never been in management. I've never had to fire anybody. KB, you've been in management. Do you ever have to let anybody go? Um, Yeah. It's not, I don't, it's not good. No, I would think that's a really good thing. You know, it's all right. It's it's not bad when they've been, you know, insubordinate or something that is so egregious, you know, that it's like, hey, you left me with no choice. You know, but when it's a layoff because it's a budgetary thing or oh, something, yeah. and then you gotta start picking down up and down the hierarchy and everything, that's yeah. kind of gut wrenching. I'd never like to do it because it's not about, you know, making your company better necessarily. Although, I mean, that's why you're doing it. But I never really liked it because there's people on the back end that aren't sitting in the room, you know, at the time. You know, there are yeah. kids and wives and spouses. You yeah, know, absolutely. but now if you're, you know, twenty something millennial, I'll gun you in a New York minute. <laughs> I got no problem with that. You know, no if, issues. If you're See, alone. I did I I've, think I've said this. I had a I had one girl that I had to let go and she was so clueless. And um I remember her coming into my office one day and she was she had to work in a cube. Well, everyone, you know, 90, not 90%, but a whole lot of companies have, you know, those cubes. I mean, we, we have them here over in Thailand, yeah, right? Yeah, Milwaukee Megaplex, we got cubes. And uh, she, she walks into my office and she goes, I don't really like working in a cube. <laughs> you know, she's like 24. And I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, can I just take my laptop and like, you know, work out of a coffee shop or something? And I said, let me get this straight. She said, you don't want to work in a cube and you want to work in a coffee shop. Yeah, I'd like to go work in a coffee shop. And I said, I can make that happen. I can make that happen. <laughs> but you better ask your manager for a lot of hours. Oh, boy. To make up for oh, the salary. Oh, boy. To, to make, make up, up for the, the salary. salary. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I'm racking my brain because of all this stuff. I've never been fired from a job anywhere. I've never been fired. And so I think we got to open it up to the smart and good-looking people today and discuss if anybody has any firing stories. I've never been fired, but I've worked in this industry where when a team loses a game or they don't get a first down, people are screaming for people to be fired. Dom Capers was in the crosshairs forever. Mike McCarthy was late, right? Jason Kidd, I didn't really, I wasn't really sad the day that he got fired, but I have a tremendous amount of empathy and sympathy for people in the situation, both people who have to fire people. I asked that question at uh, spring training. Remember about with Craig Council? I'm like, you. You got these guys that are playing their their asses off trying to make your team, and then you got to tell them that you're not good enough. And I know Craig is diplomatic and positive and stuff, and I'm sure I'd probably rather be fired or get bad news from Craig Council than just about anybody on the planet. But it's still tough, and he said it's not fun. And, you know, um, Ted Thompson and uh, I remember Mike Sherman saying that they used to get, like, physically ill when they had to cut guys, you know? And then you see it on hard knocks, guys getting cut. And that's different in sports. We just had the Association of American Football 
cut the everybody everybody in the or everybody in the league got fired yesterday, and we're going to discuss that. But it's no cause to celebrate or anything. And I want I just want to know the details. And we've this is the first time that Mike McCarthy will have addressed this, other than like whatever full page ad and stuff. This is going to be his first statements and. I'm all in, baby. Look Get the popcorn. Positive guy. I was going to bring in popcorn Get for this. Get the popcorn. Yeah. I want to see it. Like, when is the story going to launch? And we got to dive into it. Hopefully, it'll, early. hopefully it'll be during our time today. But uh, we're going to discuss at length today. Today is going to be fun. Day. I'm fired up for today. We got Tom Hodgecourt and the Red Hot Brewers winning another game. By decree, they had to beat the Reds 4-3 to because that's what they do. They beat the Reds. They've been, they've been hammering the Reds lately. And that's a good trend. Day game today. Will they go for the sweep or will they do the? Uh, it's just baseball. Of course, you're going to lose big today. We'll discuss that at length. We've got Sam from Thailand coming over for stuff we like. Sam's been coming in for a couple weeks now. Her name is Samantha. We call her Slamming Sam. She is. Uh, she's delightful. I. I that's another she's reason my I'm excited. Animal. She. She is. She is my spirit animal. Wow. The blooming onion that is Sam. We peel away, and then the more layers we get, and the more stuff stories she has and stuff she's into. So mm. stuff we like with Sam. Is Nothing a but high heat. Today. Our usual Nothing. contest, no doubt. It's just pure gas. No you can listen to us and listen to the keyword and win a thousand dollars every hour in the national contest. Just text the keyword to two hundred two hundred. Man, would it be awesome if one of our smart, good-looking listeners won a thousand dollars? That would be amazing. You can do that every hour until further notice. So you got that going for you. Uh, Armin and intern Josh are here. We'll get into the usual shenanigans as well, but I'm excited. I haven't been this excited about a story that's going to break in a long time. Mike McCarthy going to break his silence today. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. That music means the stripper pole is coming up, but first let me tell you about my friends at Semperfy Roofing. The website is SemperFyRoofing.net. This is home improvement season. If you need a new roof, a lot of people do. Josh just showed me a picture of his roof the other day. And uh, it's a me, roof or roof? Roof, roof. Depends on what part of the country. Crick or you're creek. In. Crick, creek. Bag or e- bag. Either way, mine's in trouble. If your shingles are curling and uh, you've already got a couple layers on there, it might be time. If you need new gutters, if you need new siding, if you need a new deck, stone flooring, Semperfy Roofing is the place to go. They took care of the soffits at Stately Olson Manor. While we were at spring training, I came home to new soffits and fascia, and I couldn't be happier. Every time I let the dogs out at Stately Olson Manor, I look up and say, oh, that's nice. Not seeing bare, rotting wood and worrying about getting critters and stuff and water leaks into the the rafters. It's just peace of mind that you get. Semperfy Roofing's based in McWanago. It is a veteran-owned and operated company. You need to check these guys out. They do a great job. I went to the complex that they have in McWanago. It's the showroom, and in the back, it's pretty awesome. They got this facility where they, it's it's this, I don't know if I call it a barn, but it's a ginormous, you could almost have a, a Packers practice inside of it, ginormous place where they do training and stuff, and they want their employees to be awesome, and they train them up, and they can they hang siding and do, it's just, it's incredible the operation that these guys have going on. Check them out. Get an estimate, a no-hassle estimate at SemperFyRoofing.net. Call them, set it up, get your project in the works. I know KB's going to get his windows done later. There's nothing better than having this, the peace of mind that comes with just checking that box and getting that project done. I'm so happy. SemperFyRoofing.net is their website. Okay. 
If you've stumbled into our lounge before, you know that we have a poll of the day. It's located in a gentleman's club. It's to spark debate and discussion. The voting takes place at DrewandKB.com. I mean, I'm sorry, at DrewandKB on Twitter. KB is our tour guide. Pocket stuffed full of 20s. We're ready to go have a good time. KB, where are we today? Uh, we're in Prague. Uh, wow. We're in, we're in Prague, Czechoslovakia, over the uh, Club Neon Stripper Pole of the Day. It's National Chocolate Mousse Day, the light, airy, chocolatey dessert Ooh. choice, popular with the ruling class. I'm a uh, fan of the chocolate mousse. I like the mousse. It's pudding. Prague is the uh, gem of Eastern Europe, I've heard. So, yeah. Is that where Paulina Poritzkova's from? She might be, and that's where, like, that was the only place Michael Jackson would do concerts. You know, for the longest time. He would never tour, but show up in Prague and do a concert. Wow. It's supposed to be a very esoteric city. Um, <laughs> Armin Ward. Yeah, it is. I'm, I, you're, you're dragging me along here, Armin. Uh, if you could only eat one dessert type, type, for the rest of your life, one dessert type, you can have multiple flavors within this type. Would it be pie, cake, ice cream, or other? 45% ice cream, 31% cake, 17% pie, and uh, 7% other. And a couple of the others, turtle sundaes from Leon. Well, oh. that would be that would fall in the ice cream. It would, and I you can include custard, and then you've See. got warm chocolatey chip cookie sundae in the skillet oh. with vanilla bean ice cream. You can't. That's wrong. It's you know it's either nice. ice cream or cookies. You well, got one See now, item. You can't put you where, can't put you can't put ice cream on the pie. We, we have there's the occasional pint of Haagen Dazs or Ben and Jerry's at Stately Olson Manor, right? And I will avail if it's there, but that is not my go-to. I do consider, I consider the, I consider ice cream to be the beer chaser with the Bloody Mary. It's the accoutrement. It's the side piece. It's not a. It's, it's not, not the, the main, main dessert. dessert. Dish. It's well, the side. In this poll, it is. It is in this poll, but I would say that's not it. Well, and, I, I, and my favorite, if you ask me, my favorite dessert is some kind of like brownie or cookie with ice cream on top would be awesome. That's, yeah, but you, you can't know, have the ice cream on top. So yeah. I can't have it. So I, I got to go eat- just straight brownie or cookie. If you got to commit to one, I think that's what it is. If I had to commit to one, it's, it's, the goat is the the hot from the fresh from the oven chocolate chip cookies, which is the, off. Yeah, which is uh, which is an harmonization. Yeah, that's right. Of this poll, but you know what? We weren't even we didn't even do this poll before the bonus lapper went out. Oh no, there's hey. a bonus. Well, lapper. yeah, and the bonus lapper, as we have said, it only can be you answer on the on the t- talk and text line at four one four seven nine one nine. Seven, you dra- four seven nine nine. There you go. One nine seven three, and um, a niner. Yeah, and you can call in and tell us. And it was basically what we were talking about in the first break. What is your best or worst, you know, firing story? And it can come on either side. Yes. You know, firing or being fired. So, um, you know, hit us up on the sure. talk and text line. We already have uh, one in with. Uh, Derek says, my first job was at Piggly Wiggly in Waupon as a stock boy. Um, How do you get fired from that? I, I just don't. Unless you do something wrong. Don't show up. Yeah. Be yeah. late. His, uh, it was, uh, or, or huff from the ready whip. I was away. fired. I was fired doing to, uh, due to having uh, relations, air oh. quotes. Oh, with, 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 with the Portuguese maid? With no, the, the owner's daughter during work oh, hours well, they, in the break room. That's how you get fired. Oh. There you go. That's how you get fired. Was was that wrong? Was I not supposed to do that? Good luck beating I, that story. Is there, there's a gray area here. I I, I, I didn't know. It really yeah, wasn't I mean, spelled out. In the well, what got agreement. him fired? 
Was it owner's daughter? Or the relations. Or, or just the, the relations. Well, when you said relations Whoa. at the grocery store, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Were they doing it like in the... Frozen uh, foods. Pile, I was going to say in a pile of cantaloupes Hopefully. or something. Who knows? And uh, James from Beaver Dam says... He'd go with brownies, but would that be a cake? And do we? I'm not. You know, yesterday someone oh, wanted to go. Yeah. Is a hot dog is a sandwich, uh, rabbit hole, and I don't even want to open that Pandora's box. Is our brownies cake? I'm sorry. I'm gonna is, say no. There bro. is the layer there of there's the home dessert is different than the restaurant dessert. I'm Absolutely. not gonna at a restaurant. I'm not gonna order a brownie, but at home the brownie is about the best damn dessert I can have. It's not bad. So the restaurant dessert is your chocolate mousse, your creme cheesecake, creme brulee for sure. Oh, that's delicious. Um, yeah. So I'd eat stuff that I would not eat at home. But when I think, so I don't eat out every night, as much as I'd like to, I, but I would think that I would be, it's a different scale. So we need to vote on this. So the choices are, give me the choices again, and I'll tell you what I think. Because okay. I'm not going ice cream, because that to me is a side piece. So, right. It would be, it's pretty simple. Pie, cake, ice cream, slash custard, or other. Well, I'm going cake in this case. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like cake. Well, and the, I would actually be other. Buttercream but frosting on cake is pretty tough to beat. Yeah, is. but I've never been a cake guy where my I dessert would commit just, to the cake. Yeah, my dessert would just be frosting if you could do that. Cake eater. For me, I like it's ice cream, though. Well, then again, uh, for me uh, at home, dessert nirvana might be Oreos with peanut butter smeared on top. Okay, you can do that. Or a graham butter- cracker with frosting. You talk about frosting being okay, the delivery that would system. Work because deli- yeah, because the cookie, you're not combining ice cream and cake, ice cream That's and right. pie. You That's got right. cookie and peanut butter, so that one would work. I apologize for doing this because I I feel like Armin so much right now. Do ice cream cake and cheesecake count under cakes? That's a good question. Cheesecake is a cake. So is an ice cream cake. That's ice. See, that's a good question. Yeah. I can't count that as cake. No, but it's a either. cake. That's, that's got to go. Okay, ice cream it's cake's got to go. It's ice cream. ice cream in the form of a in cake. In the form of a cake, right. right. It's not cake. It's a shape-shifting ice cream. But, oh, uh, there's a life-changing easy dessert, dessert uh, for you. Next time Armin has a lady friend over, Armin. Yes. You buy one of those graham cracker pie crusts. Right. Oh. Then you go get your favorite ice cream. Okay. And you get a gallon of it. Pudding. And you melt it until it's uh, until it's you can pour it into the pie crust and then freeze it and you have an ice cream pie that's delicious that you made. Yeah. See, you know what? An ice cream cake you can't because there's cake in it. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's the frosting is ice cream. So... It's cake made that would have to, They would have to fall Baskin under Robbins another. ice cream cake. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I made brownies, but I don't know, middle or the edges. I like the edge pieces of the brownie. Well, it's completely different. That chewy part's the best. But that I, is the best. They have an edge, a brownie edge pan. I saw that. Yes. But see, I've gotten pushback from some that only like the middle part. My lovely lady. Well, tell Dario to shut up. Dario, too. Yeah, yeah your God. lovely lady, Dario. All right. Um, <laughs> that's the stripper poll. Vote at Drew and KB. And firing stories. That's right. And firing stories. I want to hear stories. how you got gunned. Um, yeah, um, because Mike McCarthy's going to tell his story, and then the entire league in the Association of American Football got gunned. All right, um, we're, we're running late now. Let's do a real quick run through some hardcore sports. 
Now it's time for Hardcore Sports. The biggest, hottest sports stories, handpicked by me, just for you. And it would be easier to do Hardcore Sports if I, if my computer was, um, if our printer wasn't broken. Can I bitch about the printer for a second? It's just awful here. The one printer that I can use is out of service right now. Yeah, I can't find the paper jam, which is driving me nuts. It's not good. Yeah, that's a, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, we mentioned Tom Hardcore's going to join the show today, about 8.30. Brewers win again last night. I was starting to hear some buzz. And I started to get some tweets from people, and they asked me, what should the Brewers do about Orlando Arcia? He sucks. Ooh, now that's hardcore. Well, Orlando Arcia hit a three-run homer, his first hit of the season. He was like 0 for 17 or whatever the hell he was. In the sixth inning, he steps up with a tie game, and it could go either way, and he crushes a three-run homer for his first hit. And the Brewers go on to win 4-3 because Josh Hader pitched again. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. And it was also interesting yesterday that, you know, the intrepid reporters, our friends, Tom Hodgecourt and Adam McAlvey, they're asking Craig Council after the game about, can you use Hater again? Don't you got to give him a day off? He's pitched every every game lately. Well, he's pitched every other day, hasn't he? Well, he's pitched two in a row because he's okay, saved two games yeah. in Cincinnati. And then he had the immaculate inning on Saturday. He took off Sunday. Now he's pitched two in a row. So they play a day game today. If they get to the ninth inning, is Hater coming out? Well, Josh is... You know, he was. He felt good today. Uh, he felt really good. He was adamant. Hey, I feel really good today. Um, so we, we, you know, we put him back out there. Um, so that's good, man. He's, 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 you know, we, we've used him a little differently than in the first, you know, week of the season. Not by plan, just really by circumstance here. Um, he's done a great job. He's done a great job. He's been amazing. He's, well, and I now he's letting got, guys get on base. Guys are making contact, so clearly he's running on you gotta, empty. Yeah, you got to hold off on him. Well, but, how about, but how about yesterday when we talked to Bill Schroeder and we talked about the shift and hitting behind the runner and uh, actually talked about laying down a bunt to that side and, and Grandal, he got beat because the pitcher got over there, but that's exactly what he did. Tried it, yeah. And then... Uh, uh, Rock and uh, B.A. said, I think Rock went on to say, he goes, well, you know, he kind of you know, burned up that one because you can't do it all the time. And the next time he was up, he didn't do it, but he squared yeah, he on the first pitch. And I'm sitting there going, man, you could really start messing with people doing that. And I noticed Yelich is going to the opposite field more than he had been. Yelich uh, has power that way, man. That's his approach. Right. He just hits everywhere, you know? Same with Braun. When Braun's in a groove, he hits to right center. Yellow oh, hits yeah. to left center. It's pretty impressive. They're both great hitters. That's the key. Uh, today, Freddy Peralta pitches against Luis Castillo. The game is this afternoon. The Brewers will take Thursday off, and then they'll play the Cubs at Miller Park on Friday. Bucks are off. They play at uh, Philadelphia tomorrow. I believe that's the final regular season road game for the Bucks. Again, magic number is one for them. Uh, Admirals, red hot. They begin a five-game homestand tonight against the San Antonio Rampage. They will close out the season with uh, one final road game on April 14th. They are right now fighting for their playoff lives, uh, your Milwaukee Admirals. And then nationally, Russell Westbrook, he was a Nipsey Hussle fan and dedicated his performance last night to uh, the murdered hip-hop star. 20 points, 20 rebounds, 21 assists. You can't even call that a triple-double. It's like triple-double on steroids. 20 points, 20 rebounds, 21 assists. Like a double-triple? Sounds like a burger. It's 
Wilt Chamberlain did it in 1968. It's it's almost. Was so- that the last time? That was the only time. Wow. 20 <laughs> points, 20 rebounds, 20 assists in a game that's just epic. Uh, Westbrook is from L.A. He was feeling it. He did say that he dedicated it to Nipsey Hussle. Also in the NBA, uh, Ernie Grunfeld finally fired in Washington. They're 14 under 500. The Wizards have been a dumpster fire. 16 years he was allowed to mismanage them. Ernie Grunfeld, of course, was a former Bucks player and Bucks executive. Uh, he finally got fired. Um, they did make the playoffs eight years. They never made it past the second round. They've had some bad contracts, some bad acquisitions, some bad culture. This year really fell apart for them. Really bad. Uh, really bad. Um, and then nationally, the big story last night was Bryce Harper returning to D.C. with the Philadelphia Phillies. His reception, like, will he get booed or cheered? What do you think happened in the nation's capital? How do you think you? How do you think it went? In the air to right center field. How about this for a homecoming? That is crushed into the second deck for Bryce Harper. And he gives those Phillies fans a chance to jump up and down one more time. This ball is K-I-L-T kilt, Thomas. <laughs> kilt. My goodness. I had to keep that in because it sounded like a dork saying nice that. Call. But, uh, yeah. you, you, he so was booed early. He was booed, and the, those were more Philly fans yeah. cheering. Now, that's an area where if you're a Phillies fan, you can get to D.C. And there's around the area, and D.C. is a weird sports town. I have a friend who uh, lives there. And there's a lot of transplants and a lot right. of people who cheer for other teams, a lot of Mets fans and Phillies fans. and uh, it's all government. Know. Yeah, I mean, it's all military it's people moving in there. So, you know, the idea that you're going to, and the Nationals are a new team anyway. And so they lose Harper. He got booed early. Then he struck out a couple times, and the Phillies won, and he hits that home run to kind of punctuate. Yeah. Them. So that's what, uh, you know, it reminded me of when Molitor came back to Miller Park with the Blue Jays. Got his ass booed for years. Which always, I don't know. I was too young, but. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he was public enemy number one. But, but once he's signing a lot of autographs, and then people still liked him. I, I don't know. Was nah, there a mixture? They, no, they, they they just they were mad at the system, but they took it out in Buddha and him. So that's what happened. So. Because they thought he still could have stayed. Well, yeah. sure, if he, he were taking a pay cut. Well, hey, yeah, why, but I mean, why not that's take it. the league minimum? Take, that's, take less money to stay. But that's you know part of fandom, and that's really even more so, I think, in Wisconsin because. You know, we're so all shucks down home. These are our guys. How can you leave us? But it's a little selfish, too, because it's just fans wanting you to w- to take less money to win for them, of for course. their team. So. Of course. And none of the fans would leave money on the table. That's Hardcore Sports for you today. You've been listening to Hardcore Sports, the biggest stories in sports to keep you coming back again and again and again. Uh, thank you, Hardcore Girl. Nobody gives you Hardcore Sports like we do right here on our program. When we come back... We'll discuss the game of the day. It's a it's a daily lesson on how not to wager on sports. The game of the day is next. Drew KB, the new 97.3 The Game. If you've been in an accident and you need to have your vehicle repaired, you need to get to Mander Collision in Waukesha. ManderCollision.com is their website. If you haven't been in an accident and your car is just going through the normal daily use of conveying you from point A to point B and it got hit by a shopping cart or you opened your door into another car and you've chipped and dinged and dented the car you need to take it to Manor Collision. Their express service is fantastic. I went through it it's fabulous. They'll give you a loaner, they'll keep it for a day or you can just, you might be able to sit and wait while they work on it. 
find out what the specific problems are. And uh, you will get it back in showroom condition. It's fantastic. I think this is a perfect Mother's Day gift. In fact, I might have to take my wife's vehicle in just to get her this service. So it'll it'll be gleaming inside and out, showroom condition. Check out mandercollision.com, the website. Our friends in Waukesha will take care of you. Mandercollision.com, the best decision after a collision. It's also, uh, it's an expanding business in part because they advertise with us and our smart, good-looking listeners are going there. Uh, if you're looking for a career, in an expanding company, go to amandacollision.com and check out the employment tab on the website and find out how you can get started in a career there. These guys are magicians, truly. Check it out. Mandercollision.com is the website. Mandercollision, the best decision. After a collision, Drew and KB, the new 97.3, the game. We launched this pirate ship 93 shows ago and decided to have a game of the day. Time to play the game. Yeah, we bet fake money for entertainment purposes only. When you bottom out, you have to go buy breakfast. Yesterday's game was in the NIT. I was on the wrong side again. Josh is the both the bookkeeper and the bookie. Josh, tell us what happened in yesterday's game of the day. It was the semifinals of the NIT. Number two, Texas versus number one, TCU. Drew, you and I took TCU. And Texas won 58 to 44. <laughs> they crushed. They covered easily. It was a one point spread, wasn't it? One and a half, yeah. yeah. Good God. Nice job, Horn Frogs. Way to show up. It was good news for KB and Armin, though. Yeah, Shaka's all fired up, I think. That's my theory. Yeah, every coach is fired up for every game and they still get their ass kicked. How does that have anything to do with I, it? I, I'm just saying, I think that, yeah. I mean, Texas you're right. plays tougher competition during the year, and, you know. It's hard, though. The, um, the NIT is like those college bowl games, like, you know, that no one cares about. Playing in the uh, the Garden Weasel Bowl. Oh, yeah. you don't know- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know if the players are, you don't know if they're going to, if they've checked out or not. You don't know who's, who's invested and who. It's hard to predict. Yeah, the, the NIT sucks. That's what I'm saying. It does. Who's, well, it's hard to predict, that's for sure. Um, but I should have looked into this more. Anyway, I lost. What are the current cash standings, Josh? I have 30000 Next up is Armin with 8000 Then Who's Drew, Big Daddy now, huh? Drew, you have 5200 And KB has 5000 All right. Let the record show that I'm still up 200 at 5200 Yeah, 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 yeah. My original 5000 92 you. shows, and I'm playing with my original money, whereas everybody else has bottomed out and gone with the barrel and suspenders up to the window of shame and had to rebuy, and the then gone to shame. the window of shame at the drive-thru no. in the morning to bring in breakfast no. for everybody. Not yeah. a window of shame. Giddy up. No, it just says that I roll. <laughs> I that roll. I'm not afraid of losing my money. <laughs> That's a, that I play. KB I play with another hard. t-shirt slogan. I roll. Hey, there's no window <laughs> at the Euro joint that KB went to. You had to oh. go in there, didn't you? Yeah, you had to, you had to go walk in, in and watch part of a uh, serial killer documentary. Oh. Or no, it was on Charles Manson. It's not too bad, though. You like that. 
If you, if, I do. if yeah. you missed that whole experience, you can actually see it on our on our website at the game MKE. Yeah. All right. Um, Josh, what's today's game? Well, we got to see if the Bucks can clinch without playing, right? Let's do the Raptors in Brooklyn. They're facing uh, the Nets. They are the Raptors are a one and a half point favorite. Brooklyn's a decent outfit. They're not. Yeah, they, they, they look good against the Bucks the other day. They are. I think they're close to 500, if not. They've been yeah. one of the bet more impressive, you know, turnaround type teams this year. That was um, for the Bucks to win in that depleted fashion with Giannis kind of coming back the other night. It's a good win for the Bucks against Brooklyn. Um, the Raptors are a good squad. Did the Rapt? The, the key question is: Did the Raptors play last night? That's what we have to check. Well, we, no, we don't do research. Well, I'm going to do this research because it's well, it's, your show. it's, I can't it's stop a click me. away. Um, you guys stop me no, from doing he, research. Here's I the won't. thing. Yeah. And if it was a back-to-back, that would be. But I'm just saying the key is: It looks like the Raptors did not play last night, so they had a night in New York. Oh, I see. I see. And that might be tougher than playing, say, a game in Cleveland and then traveling in, having a full night off in New York. What's the spread? The Raptors are one and a half point favorite. That would explain it. All right. How are we betting? I'm surprised it's that close. I think the Raptors are better, and I'm taking them to win. I'll take the Raptors 3,000. I think I'm making money today on this one. All right, KB. I'm going to take 500 on Brooklyn, but looking at the schedule, the magic number is one. There's four games left, and just a message to the Bucks: put the freaking hammer down, okay, on one of these games. Just absolutely stuff it down somebody's throat, and let's end this. Well, they got Philadelphia on Well, Thursday that's night. my point. They got wow. Philly, and, and it's So like, do you load up for that game, or do you wait till you play a lesser opponent and then load up for that game? You know, or or if if Toronto loses tonight, you just like well, relax that, and coast depends in. Depends on that. Don't rely on somebody else. Yeah. It's they're in good shape. Um, I'm going to take. Well, so were the Cubs last year, and we all know how that turned out. True. I'm going to take. Point. I'm going to take Brooklyn uh, on the home side. Brooklyn for 750. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to take the Raptors for a thousand. Right, those are our bets. Follow along with us at Drew and KB on the Twitter machine. That's our game of the day. We do one every day because the station is called 97.3 The Game. All right, now it's time for a few over-unders. Again, for entertainment purposes only. Over-unders presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. Visit PaceBig.com or just go visit the casino. You know where it is. It's right in the valley. You can't miss it. All the excitement, all the gaming. All the dining, all the entertainment options. I think the most entertaining thing is people watching. In addition to winning money, people watching at the casino is awesome. You see people who are on that gambler's high. Winners, losers, saints, sinners, KB, gamblers. Gamblers, lost souls. Lost souls. Everybody, and it's a Milwaukee melting pot, more so than even our sports venues. You see, uh, it's a whole cross-section of the city. And it's a fun place to hang. Potawatomi Hotel and Casino, the sponsor of the over-under segment. Josh, what do we got today? We got some more stats in regards to social media. According to a survey, what percentage of respondents confess to spending up to up to 10 hours on social media a day? Over under 20%. 10 hours. All right. How old are our respondents? That's going to be a key. 
Ten uh, hours is a heavy, heavy commitment. It was pretty. Twenty percent, uh, eighteen low. to forty. I'm saying over because twenty percent. It'll be. I'm like, going under, man. It's hard to do anything for ten hours a day. Even Armin's Pornhub fascination. So it's twenty percent. It's it's twenty percent of anyone or not a anyone more than ten hours a day. Yeah. Yep. Over. It was over. It was twenty five percent. Kind of thought it might crazy. be crazy. It's wild to me, but it's all it's all youth. I was right. complaining about seven hours. Well, that's not good either. Well, according to the study, the participants unlock their phones an average of how many times a day? Oh my god! Over under seventy. Well, then, based on this, if you're on your phone for ten hours, you're not unlocking it that many times. I'm taking the under. I'll take under. Over. It is over. It was 92 oh my times a day. Jeez. I don't even lock it at that point. What percentage of participants said they use Facebook to fill spare time? Just to fill spare time. Over under 60%. I'd say over. Over. Yeah. Mm, under. It is over. It is 75%. To fill spare time or to stalk ex-girlfriends, college girlfriends, to find out what your neighbor's kitchen looks like? That's, yeah, okay. What percentage of the people surveyed claim that they only consume Facebook content as opposed to posting content? Oh. Over under 30%. There's a lot of people that do that. Lurkers. Um, like I said, stalkers, lurkers. I'm taking the over. Over. I'm going to say over. I You go to my Facebook page, there's hardly any posts on there. I would have figured the same, but it was, only, it was under. It was 25%. Hmm. I'm hardly ever on there. And finally, what percentage of participants could successfully step away from social media for one whole week? Two percent. One whole week without social media. Over, under, 15%. Under. Under. A week? I got to bet the over. My faith in humanity. I got to bet the over. They all let you down, Drew. It's yeah. under. Is your faith. 10%. Well, why do, I, why do I misplace my faith in humanity? I'm just, I'm constantly disappointed by surveys, elections. Armin couldn't step stuff. away for three hours. No, I know. Oh, three segments. <laughs> this is not a One chance. segment. KB, I think you could, though. You'd be the 10%. Oh, hell yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got some over-under birthdays for you. Every once in a while, you get these the birthday list every day of celebrities with notable birthdays. And if it's your birthday today on April 3rd, happy birthday. I was stunned to find out, KB, we played the parlor game Dead or Canadian, you know, years ago. Doris Day. She's still alive? That's what I said. She's alive? Are you kidding me? Doris Day. Over and under 102? Doris Day. Over, under. 96. Over. I got to say over. Got to be over. over. I think I got a Doris Day song. Wait a minute. That would be the one. No, it's all Christmas carols. Uh, Young well, at heart. Yeah, the Doris you can, Day yeah, show. Doris you can, Day. You can say Doris that. Day is 97 years old. Josh, have you ever heard of Doris Day? Yes. You're a millennial, but you've heard of Doris Day. She's a legend Day. now, you know? And it was funny because we were just talking yesterday about names, right? And how some, you know, names are cyclical and there are some names that are Doris happens to be my mother's name. Oh, it's a and, great name. Uh, it is. There aren't many left. Right. Doris Day came from the era of the lift and separate bra, which oh, is really? much different than uh, where we are now, which is the lift and smush together. 
All right, Don't here's you remember a that? Yes, it I lifts do. and separates. Sure, but I mean, when was she wearing it? If she's 97, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> from the era. The she era. comes from the era. Well, she has had many eras. All right. Oh, I guess she's not point. in the era. Wow. Uh, so she's 97. All right. Um, well, good for her. Wayne Newton, Mr. Vegas. Wayne Newton. He's ageless. He's looked the same for 50 years, Wayne Newton has. Wayne Newton's in movies. He's had some work done. He's, every, in, he's in Vegas. He's always tan. And every show he does, he has a little bit of a cold. That's right. <laughs> Can't hit those nice. Sorry, I got a little bit of a cold. Wayne Newton is over or under 80 years old today. Over. I'll say under. I'll say over. He is 77. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm right. Now, people think of this and they think of Ferris Bueller and not 100%. Wayne he is Mr. Vegas, though, man. When he expires, I mean, they've already... That's his town. Celine Dion's ending her residency, too. To- She's also been there. Tony for Orlando has a birthday today. Oh, Tie a yellow ribbon, KB. He was in Talladega Nights. Tony Orlando, over under, 77 years old today. Over. Over. Under. Drew likes this one. He's 70. He is 75, so he's under. This was what this was a hit, man. Is it a banger? KB, your band should cover this. This would be hilarious. This oh, is please. like uh, this would get people rocking. Oh, this is like um, would be like Pearl Jam when they covered uh, with uh, Forever in Blue Jeans. Yes. This is right in that. Didn't who Soul did, uh, Asylum did Rhinestone Cowboy? Rhinestone Cowboy. That's what I was going to say. Another good one. Um, all right, a couple of more. This tie a yellow ribbon. This is just a classic. Um, Alec Baldwin. 30 Rock. Um, let's see what else was he in. Fun with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Dick and Jane. Uh, Rock of Ages. Over. Hunt oh, for Red how October. Can you, can't, you can't forget his best one. Beetlejuice. Always be coffee is for closers. Right. Oh, absolutely. Coffee is for closers. Murray sent me here Glenn from Gary. downtown. See how much this watch is? Yeah. See Gl- this watch? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, um, and he's Trump on Saturday Night Live. Alec Baldwin, over under, 62 years old today. Over. Man. Under. I'm going to go. It's close. I'm going to go under. It's close. He's 61. David Hyde Pierce, also known as Niles Crane, Frazier's brother, over under 58 today. David Hyde Pierce, the actor who played Frazier Crane. I I think he's probably over. He was fantastic. Emmy Award winner. Fantastic. Yeah. He is. He's 60. Now, here's a tough one. Eddie Murphy. Very difficult. Eddie Murphy. He looks so young. To us, you know, he's not Norbit. He's he's not Daddy Daycare or Dr. Doolittle. Beverly Hills Cop. KB, Saturday Night Live, 48 Hours, or Donkey from Shrek if you're Josh. Eddie Murphy today. I'll say trading places. Eddie Murphy, over under 56 years old today. Um, I'm going to say under. I'm slightly under. I'll say under. Under. He is 58. He's over today. How about that? Finally, um, Jenny Garth, 90210. Remember her? Yeah, of course, yeah. The blonde. Over under 
50 today. Jenny Garth. Jeez. Under. 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 You all said that so quickly. She's 47. How old was Luke Perry when he uh, rolled a 7? 52. 52? All right, so she was young. That makes sense. She's 47. Happy birthday to everybody on April 3rd today. That is a banger. Look at it. Here it is. Wait, does this come back? There you yeah, go. Yeah, well, you know what? This, you know, this started the whole ribbon thing. It's now, true. then you have to have a ribbon for. I'm not going to wear the ribbon. Go, go. I'm going to wear end the it. ribbon. End it. Drew and end KB, it now. the new 97.3 The Game. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Light this candle. He's right. Let's light this candle. Light the candle. Happy Hump Day, Milwaukee. Hump Day. The fastest growing morning show is back on the air. And Drew and KB are welcoming graduate transfers from up and down the dial. It's a pledge pin, sir. A pledge pin on your uniform. The Brewers won again in Cincinnati. Four games, four saves. And the guys will chat with Tom Odergord of the Journal Sentinel about the chance for a sweep this afternoon. That's two thus far, shooter. The guys will also talk with Sam from Thailand about stuff they like. And I want it to be the greatest thing that she's ever felt. Presented by Water Joe. And discuss the first interview with Mike McCarthy since he was fired in Green Bay. This is no time for drama. And now, they'll probably be fired someday. But as Lorenzo Kane would put it, not today. Here are Drew and KB. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Man, I am a walking, talking, living, breathing bad decision. These goofballs ain't gonna do shit. They saw There are no men like me. No, I'm motorboating. I don't give a crap. At the end of the day, you're all gonna die. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Mario gets fat. All right. We all feel better. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. Just be a good girl. I don't ever want to be successful. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going hand up with you. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Oh! Andrew, you are not the heart. The sun is up. It's a glorious Wednesday here in the good land. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Thank you for listening to our program. Thank you for telling your friends to listen to our program. Thank you for patronizing all of our uh, smart and good-looking marketing partners here on the program. We appreciate it. We're having a lot of fun here. It is show 93 since we launched the pirate ship that is 97.3 The Game. The newest game in town. The best game in town. Sports and stuff. But mostly stuff. I'm Drew. That's KB. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is... Well, there's plenty going on. This is the point of the program where um, we've talked a lot about sports already. But, in fact, we were so busy having nuanced discussions before about the fact that KB, when he gets up to to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, he sits... To pee. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know what, whatever. You know what, I'm not whatever. a sitting peer. All I'm saying is that in the middle of the night, when it's dark and you don't want to turn on the lights. All right, so. Okay, that, you're going to make much less of a mess. It's a lot easier. That's it. You might not miss. You I don't know, trust well, your aim. Right. No, well, what about know. every time I open those, like, Brookstone catalogs in the, in the uh, seat pocket on the airplane, you know, the Sky Mall thing. 
They have these new, like, glow lights that light up your toilet bowl that would make it hard to miss. But who wants that? You don't want... You want to be able to be in the dark. You don't want to turn the light on. It's too shocking in the middle of the night. So... Some of that money to spend on something like that. The only thing is, KB, when you're tired and groggy and you have a, a comfortable seat, you might just fall asleep there. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, That's, it could take some extra time. It could take sure. Some extra time. My grandma's house used to have that padded seat. That was nice. Oh, there you go. We have... Uh, so, so while we were busy discussing the topics of the day in the first hour of the program... Intern Josh, the resident millennial on the panel, has been uh, keeping track of what's trending. Thanks, Drew. Big shout out to Best Electric for bringing us what's trending. If you want to check out Best Electric, which you should for all your electrical needs, you can visit them online at bestelect.com. How do we get that Best Electric hat you're wearing? Yeah, Josh is wearing a Best Electric hat today. It's a good looking hat. Just saying, no, I steal uh, it. No, you can't have it. Or you can give them a call. At 414-727-8770, Best Electric, connect with the best. The late Rick Majerus has been named to the 2019 National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. Former Marquette assistant Milwaukee native. Yeah, what took so long? Um, Coached at Marquette under uh, Al and Hank. And then then slid over 24 inches. And things didn't go that great. He admits he wasn't ready to be head coach. Went to Ball State. Cardota, went to the Bucks. Niche for himself. Yeah, went, yeah Ball State in Utah. Where, and then he went to the St. Louis. TV. St. Louis. St. Louis. TV too, didn't man. he? Um, he was awesome. Didn't he go to the Bucks right after Marquette? Wasn't it kind of a? Uh, yeah. Hey, but, we're going to give you an out. He was real yep. tight with the senator. Yeah. yeah. I think he his last. But it was year, more like, hey, we're going to. He was hey, rumored. Could, yeah, he was rumored to go to the coach the Bucks a couple of times. Like, right. Be the head coach. But I'm saying at that point it was. Hey, you can take this jump to the pros, and we're not going to yeah, let you go. I don't think he ever made the tournament as a Marquette coach. 84, no. 85, 86, he didn't win a game in the tournament, if that's for sure. Yeah. 86, 87, he was an assistant for uh, the Bucks, and then he went to Ball State. So. Right. He was a really fascinating guy and a great coach. And like you said, Awesome guy. He was an awesome guy. Yeah, nope. yeah no doubt. Uh, and a Milwaukee guy, too. I mean, for a long time, lived at the Fister Hotel. Real interesting cat. Liked to live in hotels. Because he could. I mean, if who you doesn't? think about it. Who else is going into the Hall of Fame there, Josh? I know Lute Olson is from uh, Arizona. Those, I believe, were the two that that were released in stories that were announced that I saw. Okay. Some more uh, news about coaches, though. Looks like Texas A&M is expected to hire Virginia Tech's Buzz Williams. I know that Armin was talking about this this morning. Armin was chirping. This like, is like this is like the surprise everyone knew was coming that's not like this is like the worst kept secret yeah. ever that he's going to A&M. Is that, this where he wanted to be? He's a Texas home? guy. Yeah, this is just like his dream a, job. Yeah, so. when he was here, I, he was a guy that when Shaka Smart got the Texas job, right? He had just gone to Tech or tech. something. Well, he, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So he went to Tech first, then Marquette lost out on Shaka, and then he, Shaka left like a yeah. year later to go yeah, to Texas. Yeah, but he had just, it was sort of like the Paul Chris to Pittsburgh thing, you know? It was like you couldn't get him right away. Sure. Because he had just left. But he did a great job rebuilding and resuscitating the program at Virginia Tech. He's a Texas guy. I think every job he's ever had, he's had like outs to go to Texas A&M or Texas. He's a winner, and he'll win at A&M, but it's funny to see Virginia Tech fans like now crying, like, what happened? You, You're leaving us? Give me a break. You can tell anyone who went to Texas A&M because they've got a, bl- a diploma about the size of a flat screen in a Buffalo Wild Wings on their wall. <laughs> I swear nice. to God, you ever go in someone's office who went to A&M? It's huge. Yeah. Their diploma is like scary big where it's like, what? They offer bigger you, diplomas there. Do you know where your uh, college diploma is? I think mine got ruined in the flood. Yeah. Mine's, mine's in a box somewhere. 
I, I have mine. I have my. I have mine. My wife has hers. I've got my uh, dad's and my grandfather. Wow, that's awesome. Sacred places. I, cool. I don't have it yeah. anyway. Josh, what else is trending? Uh, also, Russell Wilson told the Seahawks that he wants a new deal, and he wants it by April fifteenth. Wow, pay his taxes. Apparently, April fifteenth is the beginning of the uh, official off-season workouts, and he wants it done by then. They gave him a week and a half. Yeah, not a lot of time. I saw. Well, they've had the whole off-season. He was down in Chicago last weekend watching his sister, who played on the Stanford women's team. They had the NCAA tournament against Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Thunder tried to fly him too. Thunder tried to get down and get his autograph. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was. I was there watching. I happened to be there. Don't ask me why. Just well, wait. Why? My, my girlfriend had tickets. Just she got them for free, so we went. Okay. But uh, and all of a sudden, boom! There's Thunder with the Rumbles and everybody in. So we were talking, and I'm like, look, Russell Wilson. He's like, I'm going to go try and get get him get him for an interview or a picture. Didn't work. Great story. I don't know. You know, but what you really need to know, in Britain, uh, police apprehended a 37-year-old woman in the King's Cross station. She was on the Hammersmith and City line in London, and she was uh, doing something that was um, on the train that rhymes with masturbating. <laughs> a man called the police because he saw her lying across three or four seats with her hands down her pants, gyrating and moaning. Picked up the phone, called the authorities immediately after which six other British men tackled him and wrestled the phone away from him. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Come on. What are you, an idiot? Man, you've ruined it for everybody. Thanks a lot. There he is. She just said, uh, I didn't I wasn't doing it. I was scratching a rash that flares up. That's not a good look either. No, you know you, that's I, gonna kill walk-up traffic. Yeah, I think you know what you take. You take the hit. That's yeah. a decent. Right? That's a decent excuse, though. No, it's not. No, it's, it's a not. horrible excuse. No, there could be worse ones. No, no, no. You do your time. You take the L on the. Well, yeah. On that, but uh, worth a shot. Armin's like, that's a decent conversation starter. Does this look infected to you? <laughs> Jeez. And probably the biggest news of the day, guys. Lil Wayne, Snoop Dogg, and Schoolboy Q are going to be playing a show at Summerfest. Oh, yeah. They will be headlining the AmFam uh, Am Amphitheater on closing day, July Call 7th. the Amphamatheater. Amphamatheater? Yeah. That's awesome. We now, we've got Snoop people live. What is these animals? That's the thing is that we have, you know, iHeart's pretty well connected in the music world. We have got to put something, you know, we have got to put someone on this and call in a marker. Gonna try. We have to. Uh, I mean, we have to put the full court press on. Agreed. That would be legendary. Reggie's got to help Legend. us on this. We got to put up the it. bat signal and have Reggie help Dairy. us. Don't you think, Armin? I think so. I think that's our best I, I bet, right? Reggie. Reggie's amazing. Reggie knows, got, we got Reggie. Come on. He man. knows everybody. V100. Reggie Brown, smooth as butter. And you know what? Smooth as butter. Money. Yeah, well, this we'll could be. You. you know, you never know. Snoop's a wild card. He could very well do this. He might just do it. He might. You just never. Do it. You know. You never know. At least a call. What's, what's worse? You know, the ask. What's the downside That's of the right. ask? There is none. Right. There's none. No. Okay. If anybody can make it happen, it's it's Reggie. Reggie from can make it happen. We Reggie, gotta talk to him. Smooth as butter, Reggie Brown. He's. Oh yes, this has got to happen. I wouldn't even be able to make. I wouldn't even be able to make that phone call or answer that. I mean, I'd be too nervous. Like, we'll even, you know, we'll even find a way to record I, it, or whatever. Yeah, I am not. And people who listen for a long time know this. I'm not a selfie guy. I have friends that I can. I have. I've been hanging around in the ballpark forever, 25 years. I have no pictures with Bob Euchre. 
But I would want a picture with Snoop. I would probably rather have my picture with Snoop than a president. I I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. I mean, Snoop's like, he's like number one through five on the list of people yeah. that I want a picture with. There's a lot of people that came a president. Oh, would you then oh, would you then not have your picture be. taken with him? Oh, how good would that be? That's a good question. All right, Snoop or Willie Nelson. And they're both coming to Summerfest. Those are both pictures that I would want. Picture with Willie Nelson and a picture with Snoop. For, for me, Snoop, it's not even close. It'd be amazing. I agree. Redheaded Snoop. Stranger, that's a tough one Top to pass up. Top of the list, man. Top of the list. Well, Snoop is coming to Summerfest. We got to get a What is These Animals? Got to have, have to find that. We got to talk to Reggie and go, you know what? Reggie's, Reggie's probably got his cell phone number, man. That's how connected Reggie is. Reggie he does have everybody. a lot of connections. He right? knows everybody. At least he knows a, one of his guys, probably. Reggie knows everybody, man. Ticket, gotta... Tickets for the show go on sale at 10 a.m. on April 12th. All right, that's fantastic. All right, that's what's trending, presented by Best Electric. Thank you, Josh, for that. We have um, what's trending is the Brewers are red hot right now. They're going for the sweep in Cincinnati. That game starts at 11:30. So early, it's so weird. brunch baseball today. Uh, but it's nice East that the Reds are doing it. It's getaway day, and the Brewers will have tomorrow off. They'll play the uh, Cubs Friday at Miller Park. Tom Hodgecourt will join us in a little more than an hour. In the meantime, we want you to uh, stay tuned to us because you'll hear every hour, you'll hear a keyword. You can text 200-200 and win $1,000 in a national contest. And we want one of our smart, good-looking listeners to win that. So stay tuned for that keyword and text away uh, to win. get a grand in your hand right there. We'd love one of our listeners to win this. To win this, that'd be awesome. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. It's been round to a beautiful oblivion. Our friends at Kripke Trucking are looking to hire the best truck drivers in the business. Ktrucking.com is their website. This is a family-owned company. Roots in Jackson, Wisconsin, dating to 1946. Kripke Trucking is uh, they offer short routes that gives you more time at home with your family and they have a mentorship program so you can get paid while if you're just out of one of the technical colleges in our area matc wctc fox valley and you've got your cdl uh they they are looking to hire you it's a great place family-owned business great benefits great routes they treat you like family pet friendly and a paid mentorship program, so they're not just throwing you out there to the wolves. Check out ktrucking.com. Krepke Trucking, better in the long haul. This is the program, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Um, we're still waiting. I haven't had this, like, if it's an election night, or when's the last time that you sit and you hit refresh, refresh, refresh? Trading deadline stuff, you're refreshing, refreshing. I'm waiting for Rob Domofsky's story with Mike McCarthy where McCarthy's going to address his firing from the Packers. It'll be McCarthy's first comments since his firing. It's a great get. Kudos to Rob Domofsky from ESPN.com. We keep waiting for that. I want to discuss those. I want to see what McCarthy said. The tease last night was fantastic. Rob put it out on Twitter um, just probably about 12 hours ago saying that he would have this. It was It's going to hit ESPN.com today and that McCarthy said his uh, firing couldn't have been handled worse by the Packers. I'm looking forward to the details can hardly wait. So I feel like a kid at the table tr- waiting to get my dinner. You know, yeah. We're just so we're just hit. I'm hitting refresh. We got intern Josh hitting refresh. We're just waiting for those comments. In the meantime, uh, again, a lot of stuff breaks after our time. After we leave the air, news tends to happen, and this fledgling football league folded. Armin, all right, I'm taking my medicine. Go get a switch off the tree, <laughs> Armin. 
Go get, go get me my belt. When the AAF began and had robust ratings in their debut telecast, the week after the Super Bowl, the Saturday after Super Bowl Sunday, they debuted and they got a better rating nationally in prime time than the NBA game that night, which if I recall correctly, was the Oklahoma Thunder against the Houston Rockets. They did a robust TV rating and everybody said, hey, this is good. Look at this. They got big name coaches. It's football. And I said, it's going to suck. It's going to not work. I was completely down on it. Um, and people were like, oh, they're doing innovative things. Yeah, it's spring football. It's not the NFL. It's not big name guys. Yeah, but these are guys that might be fighting for a roster spot that could show up on a special teams uh, unit near you. I said, people aren't going to care. It doesn't matter. But it's got the support of the networks. They, they're going to they're gonna play like a playoff game in front of the Final Four. It's going to be it's going to be really awesome. I, I said no. I was I was not buying it. Armin, cockeyed optimist Billy Mumphrey that he is, said, "Oh, people love football. People want to watch football. People love football. Look at the ratings." <clears throat> what happened yesterday, Armin? I'm a flawed human. I got it wrong. They, the, you got it wrong. The AF is folding after eight weeks. I thought it'd last a little longer. I, did, I had no notions that it would be very successful and become the AFL or the NFL, but I, I didn't think it'd fall after eight weeks. You know, I'm a little surprised, but uh, I was wrong. Why did it fail? Uh, there there was a lot going on, right? The NFLPA didn't d- couldn't agree to terms with, like, insurance, and they didn't want to become the little brother of the NFL, but that's what it needed to be, right? It's kind of complicated reading through it, but there's a lot of it, a lot of issues there. What was what are the biggest issues? Why do you think it failed? KB, uh, you you have a savvy mind for n- business. Why, n- nobody came. Why did it fail? Because, well, <clears throat> first of all, there's you've got college football, which has raised the level of its game. Sure, I think they overestimated how much we love football. You need a break. You know, you got to take a breather every once in a while. And it's like, okay, we football, football, football. Get done with the Super Bowl. Time to take a breath. Let's. You got baseball. You've got you March know Madness. other things. You've got March Madness coming up. You know, it's only with the hardcore, hardcore football people. So that's going to have a limited appeal to begin with. And then it's not even good football, right? The football uh, sucked. People, that's what you wanted. Yeah. The people sucked. who wanted to like it liked it. If they were like, if they were in on it, and they're like, I want to like this. I, this is good. I'm, a, I'm down on the NFL. I want to like this. No, it sucked. And they they had they had big name coaches. They had Bill Polian, who knows football, but apparently not business. They're in these markets. It was a train wreck on a number of levels. They were going to play like their championship game. They started selling tickets to their championship game in Las Vegas before they had a contract to do that, and then they had to move it to Frisco, Texas. That doesn't bode well. No, it doesn't say that you have your ducks in a row. So they were paying these guys seven grand a week, the players, right? And then now. The stories are starting to come out of the things that they were doing to save money. On flights, players and coaches were fed meals, but equipment staff, trainers, and doctors were not because they had to save money on meals. They were in financial trouble the whole way. Yeah, they had to get that bailout. Yeah, and they and the you noticed right away, like, oh, the TV rating was great. Did you see the stands? Yeah, they were empty. A lot People of weren't gonna go watch, like you know, second tier guys you've never heard of that'll probably never play. College football is very popular, enormously popular. Pro football, the NFL, is the king of the sports world. There's just no room. KB's right. You only have so much bandwidth. And look what they're competing against. The NFL free agency dominated the headlines for a week. No one cared about the San Diego fleet. 
And there was no reason to care about the San Diego fleet. Even people in San Diego didn't care about the San Diego fleet. People in San Diego didn't care about the Chargers. That's a good point. They okay. lost the Chargers, that's, too. That's and they... Orlando and these markets, it it's just not going to work. Now, everybody's saying, oh, now the XFL is going to learn from the mistakes, and they're going to, when they launch next year, it's going to be the same damn thing. Are they doomed to fail? I mean, is that just the case if of you were, any other? If you were a network or you were a company that wanted to invest, are you going? Are you pushing in with them now in the wake of this? No. Probably not. No, you're not. It's a risk. They're just, we we have, KB's right, we only have a, a limited amount of bandwidth. The NFL is now a year-round thing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we are, hitting refresh on ESPN to try to find out about the Packers' fired coach and his comments. I'm not going to hit refresh about the AA. Its best chance was probably a minor yeah. league system, a true minor league system for the, for the NFL, and that they didn't want. Apparently, the NFL didn't want it, and they didn't want it, and and there it goes. Yeah, because like uh, players didn't want to go. Yeah, get hurt and ruin their chances of playing. Because and it's again, up. what's starting? The oh, story's it's up. up. So what's starting? Um, what's already started in the NFL? They're having practices, and those are getting publicized, and their stories. And Odell Beckham, we talked yesterday about Freddie Kitchens' press conference, right? Yeah. The yeah. Packers will start cavorting on Monday, which means we'll get Packers coverage in, in addition to the Bucks and Brewers coverage. There's just no room. There's no bandwidth. People love football. Yes, they love football during football season. And the idea that they're going to go and, and watch games and be hard down watching TV, I think that people would rather, Packers fans, if – if they had a choice between watching a live AAF game on a, a weekend or watching a recorded Packers game from the regular season, They're watching they the would Packers. watch the Packers game uh, again. I agree with that. Right. So how can they compete in that landscape? There just isn't the bandwidth. There's, I'm sorry. And I'm not saying this is a guy who, who hates football. I like football. I like watching football. But there's limits, and there's no space on the in the landscape. There's just too much bandwidth. Sucked up by college football. If you're into college football, it's now you're watching your spring game. You're worried about recruiting. You're, you don't have the bandwidth to a lot to a new league in the spring. It's just not going to work. So, end of sermon. Bacon is great. The story but is not every day. up. I eat bacon every day almost. Uh, the story, the Mike McCarthy story is up. The subhead, it's not the lead story yet at ESPN.com. McCarthy's still upset by how Packers fired him. We're going to read it and we'll discuss it. Next, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Rob Domofsky's interview with Mike McCarthy is up at ESPN.com. We've been digesting it. We will chat about it. And we're an hour away from talking to Tom Hodricourt of the Journal Sentinel about the red-hot Milwaukee Brewers who go for a sweep today in Cincinnati. Tom will give us a window into that game. Oh, KB. What a transition. That is an all-pro oh, move. Threw you the alley-oop. Speaking of windows, Drew, I'm getting new windows put in my house, and I did not go to a national chain, and I highly recommend that you don't either because they sent a sales guy into our house, really had no interest other than selling us windows. So 
Miss Sue and I decided to do what we usually do with stuff like this, and they wanted to, we went and found someone local. And what we did was we found Javier Javier with Tilton Windows, and it was great because he was the guy, the owner that came to our house. So when you're looking the owner in the eye and you're talking to him about your job that you, the job you need him to do, you know you know they're going to be honest. They're going to be upfront. They're not going to bait and switch you. And uh, that's exactly the case because Javier w- went around, listened to what we wanted to do. He knew we wanted to put in great windows, but we didn't want to suck a lot of equity out of our house. And as you know, windows are not cheap. So he put together a plan and a program that is going to fit our budget perfectly. He's coming over in the next couple of weeks because we're not just doing a replacement. We're doing a, uh, you know, a, a yeah, we're, we're blowing the whole thing out. He's going to take a window out all the way down to the studs, do all the proper measurements, put it back in. And uh, everything is at a price that, you know, wasn't going to kill us and uh, they offer zero percent interest financing for 12 months to qualified buyers you want to get on their schedule now to get summer installation uh so give them a call give javier a call he might answer but he'll get back to you um at 414-874-0383 or you can text 414-874-0383 and you can check them out online at utilton.com that's the letter u tilton t-i-l-t-i-n.com all right, we've been waiting all day like kids at Christmas for the story. Rob Domowski from ESPN has the story. Uh, it's launched now. It's available at ESPN.com. Josh, please tweet a link from uh, the at Drew and KB account so our smart, good-looking listeners can find it. All right. Um, Mike McCarthy's first comments since he was fired as the coach of the Packers after that just horrific loss against Arizona at home at Lambeau Field. Uh, he was fired within moments of leaving his press conference. He got the tap from the Turk saying, Mark Murphy wants to see you. Now, uh, during the commercial break, I read the entire piece. There's a story, and then there's the transcript of the Q&A. And I got to say, you remember Mike McCarthy at the podium when he didn't say a lot? He's not saying a lot here either. It's a, it's nice to read this, and it's interesting to get his insight There's not a lot of headline material. Rob Domofsky did tease the most important thing, that McCarthy was um, – not happy with the way things are handled. Here's the question uh, from Rob. said, before we talk about next year, I want to go back to last season because you haven't spoken about it yet, how it ended. Did you have any indication that what was coming before Mark Murphy called you in to give you the news? McCarthy answered, frankly, no, I did not. As a head coach, I've always tried to stay immune to and stand in front of all the outside noise. That was always my focus with my players. It was always to protect them as much as possible from the drama. He's mentioned drama before, right? I think that's important, and I stay true to that to the last day. If we miss the playoffs, I expected change might happen. But the timing surprised me. Actually, it stunned me. But time provides the opportunity for for reflection and clarity, and that's where I'm at now. And it's clear to me now that both sides needed a change. Okay, and then uh, Rob said, because Rob's a good reporter, how so? Those questions, KB. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? How so? Those are the best questions. All you young journalism students out there, put that in your repertoire. What do what, you mean by that? Because How it's so? gonna it's gonna throw them off the and then they expand. Yeah, expand, yeah. On the the pat answer that they usually. So would McCarthy give. said it, both sides needed a change. How so? And he said, I go back to really the first thing my wife said to me the first moment Jessica and I were alone and talking about what happened. She said, "Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm relieved for you." I kind of gave her a look, and she said, the last two or three years you haven't been here physically or mentally. Every family loses their husband and father during the season, but you've been gone the last two off-seasons. I know you're not happy with the way things were going there, and it's best—it's beat the hell out of you. It's beat the hell out of you the last couple of years. It's been hard to watch it. 
That was a couple hours after I got home, and that was the reality. And that was the reality I had to identify with, and that was real. Wives are pretty good about stuff like that because they'll sit there and they know how important things are to you, and they'll watch you just get your ass kicked over and over, and they won't you know, say anything because they're supportive that way. But when it, you know, comes to that point and something changes, it's a relief. And it's, you know what, she's not necessarily relieved for him, although she is. She's relieved for herself, too, because it can get back to some level of normalcy. That's right. The next question is, the ending, many people thought you deserved a better ending. Do you agree? Obviously. It couldn't have been handled any worse. Now, that's the money quote that Rob teased. It couldn't have been handled any worse. Anytime you lose a close game, it's a difficult time emotionally afterwards. But when you lose a home game at Lambeau Field in December, it's really hard. And that hasn't happened very often. When you often. lose a home game in December to a team that had, what, one win at the exactly. time? Or? I walked out of my press conference, and I'm thinking about the game, thinking about how our playoff shot was now minimal. That's where my head was at. And when I was told Mark Murphy wanted to see me, and the messenger was cold, and the energy was bad, Mark said it was an ugly loss, and it was time to make change. He said something about the offense and the special teams, and he didn't think it was going to get any better. There was no emotion to it. That was hard. Every yeah, time so he talks, we just talked about earlier about getting fired, and that's been our kind of bonus lapper today. And he spins in, spins into that, and he said, "Every time I released an individual, you get your words right. There's a personal component to it. You know, he has a family. He's family. There wasn't any of that, so that was off. The way people leave that building was very important to me. That's part of the business." Hopefully moving forward for guys like Clay Matthews and Randall Cobb and Nick Perry and Jordy Nelson and TJ Lang, it's important for them to leave the right way. That that way represents the Green Bay Packers standard that I tried to uphold every day. He goes on to say, that exit, frankly, Rob, the exit really stuck with me for a while. It was hard to swallow. The emotional challenge of shifting from humiliation to reflection was a very important step in seeking clarity so I could personally grow from the experience of my entire Green Bay Packer career that's what I wanted to get to, not just the ending of it. When have you ever seen Murphy have Mark Murphy have any emotion? Okay, um, so yeah, there's no emotion. <laughs> there's no emotion to it. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> Mark Murphy is uh, the bad guy here. Um, McCarthy goes on to say, "But hey, I'll never forget the response after because I put my phone away that night. I woke up. I couldn't believe my phone. When we won the Super Bowl, I received over 200 texts." That week of the firing, I had over 500. I got more than twice as many messages for getting fired than I did when I won the damn Super Bowl. That's amazing, yeah. It's remarkable. They were from current and former players, competitors, owners of other NFL teams, politicians, media members, guys I competed against that I had never even talked to. I was blown away by it, and I still am. All right, so that's that's the crux. That's the juicy part. Now, there talk, there's a section of this about the Aaron Rodgers uh relationship which the way he worded that was very crafty saying that you know when you're coaching any hall of fame quarterback it can be challenging which yeah. is he said he said um uh well he, he did say when i think about my relationship with aaron you're talking about 13 years that's a very long time it's been a privilege to watch him grow in so many different ways and see him do so many great things on the field and off to think you can be in a relationship that long and not have any frustrations, that's unrealistic. Yeah, ask any married guy about that. Uh, as far as coaching him, I'd use a lot of words. He's challenging, very rewarding, and fun. We had a lot of fun. Some, some of my greatest one-on-one conversations, accomplishments, adjustments, and adversity we fought through have been with Aaron. 
The difficulty in coaching a Hall of Fame quarterback is keeping that connection, the efficiency, and the fluency with the other players on offense. They want to do more. They're capable of doing so much more, but the reality is you have to remember uh, is it's the coordination of 11 men on every play. But yeah, it's pretty fun to go through your entire offensive playbook and know you can run everything. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thing in there with your quarterback. I mean, Tran- that's a joy. Translation. It's not just about you, Aaron. Well, and that's, this is, we'll get into it, but that's what people were saying. Like, why didn't you give Aaron Jones the ball more? Um, his job was to score as many points as he can. My job was to make it all work. We can all grow personally and professionally, but because of the experience I had, not only with Aaron, but with all my players, I know I'm a much better person and a better coach than I was 13 years ago. I hope Aaron and all the players I coached, I hope they feel the same. Now, yeah, I mean, did he favor Aaron? Did that, is that where, that made me think of like all the Greg Jennings stuff when Jennings left and people who have left and, and broken bad on Aaron. Was that, you know, a McCarthy thing as much as Aaron? You know, it's it's interesting for me because he seems, you know, as as transparent as he gets. I mean, he it, that's kind of how he is. And he's basically saying, like, look, Aaron, Aaron's a complex guy. And I thought I handled it that way, but it was still fun to coach. But, yeah, Aaron had, is a special player. So Aaron has to have special influence right. on the team. But, you know, he sounded like he enjoyed his time with him. Mark Murphy's optics haven't been that good in this whole thing, have no, they? No, no. A great question here from Rob, too. The question is, um, again, we're talking about Rob Domofsky's interview with Mike McCarthy, the first McCarthy comments, and we don't have audio because it's not a video or audio interview. It's just a print interview. Um, Rob's question, you've brought up consistency a few times. Coaches don't last 13 years with one team much anymore. You not only lasted, but you won 135 games, went to the playoffs nine times, won a Super Bowl, and have a street named after you that intersects with Holmgren Way, and it's adjacent to Lombardi Avenue. How did you do it? And McCarthy said, number one, it's the people. It's the strength of the Green Bay Packers throughout the organization. You've been in our locker room. I mean, those are great guys to coach. The support staff, unbelievable. The football operations, just so many good people around the organization. Then you have the fans. Our fans are unbelievable. Also, I can't say enough about how our friends and the community have treated my family throughout this it's been bigger than supporting us. I mean, heck, they've protected us. The Packers are an institution and a lifestyle. Frankly, I just got back from Switzerland on a family vacation and was recognized over there. So it's a special place. Hmm. I mean, so, did we really expect him to throw anyone under the bus? No, not really. Um, but but I do sense his the sincerity and his gratitude for Green Bay and the people and, and the job. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. doubt that. Another yeah. another great question from Rob. Having been through all this, what advice would you give your successor, Matt Lafleur? Matt Lafleur, totally embrace the Green Bay community with your family. It's a phenomenal place to live. It's a phenomenal place to raise a family. You know that, Rob, because Rob's family, he's raising his family in Green Bay. Heck, coach your ass off, have fun, and enjoy the honor because it goes fast. Enjoy the honor of being the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Make the program your own. That's very important. You were hired here for a very good reason. Don't get too far away from that. You have a great group of men in that locker room. I think they're special, and they'll work their butts uh, and they'll work their butts off for you. Now, what's McCarthy doing now, and why didn't he get into coaching again? Which I, I find interesting. Um, 
And if you see the picture, McCarthy's sitting, I mentioned he's sitting at two monitors and he's got all these binders of stuff. This is where he gets into that. He said, uh, Rob said, finally, we're sitting here right now in what you call your football laboratory. Everything in here is football. You've got playbooks and game plans and video equipment. Clearly, you're not just sitting around doing nothing. What's your plan for this year off? McCarthy's answer. I'm laughing at the word off. I don't feel like I've taken any time off. I'm focused on improving as a coach. I have a plan to be the best prepared I can be when, God willing, I get another opportunity next year. I cannot thank DV Sports enough for creating a platform for me called the McCarthy Project. It gives me, along with a few coaches I'm working with, the ability to engulf ourselves into the video research data and analytics. It's about getting back to the fundamentals, studying trends while going back and restructuring old playbooks from New Orleans all the way through Green Bay. We've already broken down eight offenses from the league, so yeah, I'm careful about using the phrase taking a year off. It sounds like he's got a little energy when he talked about that. Wow. That's professionally, but personally, this is a very important year for me and my family. Green Bay is our home, always will be my career. The ups and downs of everything that's gone on in football will never define us as a family. Making sure home base is in order, trying to create the opportunities for our children to grow up and prepare them for life ahead uh, is where we are and who we are. Family first, no matter what logo we're wearing. As a coach, your season is defined by wins and losses. This year is about family moments and how many family moments put us in position to grow. That's my scoreboard. Again, the story's at ESPN.com. And he didn't break bad on just about anybody except Mark Murphy. It was a cold and emotionless release. Now, again, I have no experience in this. I've never been a manager. Thank God. Never had to fire anybody. And I've never been fired from a job, although I've probably come close a couple of times. So I don't have much experience in this, but how could it be? I mean, if they had done it after the season, it's still, they did it after the season. It's still a firing. He, they had he, done he it, known it was coming. Yeah, but if they'd done it after the season, it might have been a little bit more. Hey, Mike, we're you know we're going in a different direction. Thank you very much. This you just had to rip the bandaid off. You're just cutting the head off the snake. Yeah, and I mean that's and not Packers that he was fans, a snake, but that's the only way you could do it. That was the interesting reaction to this nationally. Packers fans were like, for the most part, they're like, finally. Because that game against Arizona was so bad, and the frustration was so bad. Another year with Aaron Rodgers and no playoffs. Two years in a row with no playoffs? It's unheard of. It's unacceptable in Green Bay. <laughs> what if it's three this year? <laughs> but the thing was, nationally, people are like, you can't do a Super Bowl coach. Like, 13 years, you can't do them in December. Let him ride it out. You're not going anywhere anyway. What's the difference? Right. Like, what, what? What's the hurry to give Joe Philbin the keys for the last three weeks? What's the, you know, what's the point? And I thought that was a pretty strong case, too. I agree. I think that's what he really was most upset about, is being fired right after the game like that. Right after yeah. a loss where it's emotional. Right after you meet the media. And all that stuff. Well, I think he I mean, feels like he should have gotten the rest of the had year Had it been a road game, they'd have fired him on the flight. That's right. happened before. That's bad. And, you know, there that are, makes for an awkward flight. Some owners get so pissed, they'll fire. They'll put out the press release at halftime of the game, you know, and say, this guy's fired after this, you know, they'll start working on it. But don't you think that I sense that's what he but, was feeling, that he wanted to at least get the rest of the year or I not be so. fired but that they, night? But Murphy said, so. when you go back to it, it was coming. Um, we knew it was coming. They hadn't shared it, but they said we had made the decision, and this was just finally the straw that broke the camel's back. And it's just like, you know what? Why, why are we no. continuing to do this? Having, right? having been in Rob's seat and talked to people like this, and people at Rob's known Mike McCarthy for a long time. They covered him for 13 years. And he got this is a good get. So again, kudos to Rob Domofsky from ESPN. Um, that's this is a good get. I wonder if ESPN's mad that there isn't video of it, like the show on you know it's a print interview. Maybe Mike didn't want to do that. 
I don't know. Probably because these days you don't you just by matter as a matter of course you run tape like usually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, I'm sure he taped the interview. But I mean, like video, no yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, there's no, but it, so they can't show it and get you know ratings and stuff. But they're gonna get a lot of clicks on this story. It's gonna be the most click story in the state of Wisconsin, and that's with the Supreme Court election going into possibly overtime. This is gonna be the most click story in the state. You think today? Um, so, and he points out. So, so Rob knows him now. What I'd be interested in. I don't even know. Um, can Rob do non-ESPN properties? I'm not sure. Maybe he does. Maybe he can. I don't know. We could put in the ask, but I'm sure there was a lengthy doesn't off he the talk record to, beer on the table, to, microphone off. He talks to Heller, doesn't he? Uh, Rob? Yeah. Well, probably. I don't know. We'll find out. If he talked to Heller, he could talk to us. Well, yes. Well, Rob's a friend. I've known Rob for a long yeah. time. Well, no, I'm just saying. And that so if- this is a great job, but I know that there was an off the record portion of their conversation because there always is that's a beers on the table type thing right that is a beers on the table you know just hey just just shooting the breeze about it with the tape recorder off i would say judging but you know just reading it you don't know but you know listening to mccarthy he seemed the most fired up when he was accused of the accountability thing yes someone accused he said the accusations of accountability really bothered him and he says he's always accountable and the fact that he's ready for his next turn and Getting you passionately prepared. This, yeah, but the point, then, then Rob didn't expect, like, well, you were up for the, these other jobs, like the Jets and the Browns. Why didn't you? Why don't you think that? Were you not ready, or did they? Why did they look in another direction? You know what? The, it, it had gotten to the point, like, you know, people that want to get divorced, and the guy's going, you know, I want to get divorced. I just don't want to move my stuff. And then finally, they just, I'm too lazy to move and my then, stuff. And then your stuff is all on the and lawn. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? Okay, time to move the stuff. You know, and that's that's what they got to. It's a, they just had a pack and get it out the door. Yeah. Um, another question from Rob, and this is the one that Armo was talking about. Um, you live in Green Bay. How do you avoid it? How do you tune out the noise? And he said, uh, you know exactly what I'm going through. It's the conversation of change is the way I look at it. You have to understand the conversation of change. It's normal. It stings whether you agree with it or not. But let me say this. When you throw out words like complacency and accountability, that bothered me. That's not accurate. I'll be the first to say that coaches are in the business of being criticized. We deal with it on a daily basis. But when you throw out a statement like that, you better have it right. A big part of the success I've had in this league is due to tireless work ethic. All coaches work hard, but the accountability comment was totally inaccurate. I held my coaches and players accountable every year. Our internal fine process would support that. All I know is I did my job every day and was accountable to winning in line with the standards and values of the Green Bay Packers that were established by the likes of Ted Thompson and clearly Bob Harlan a long time ago. Boom! That's a swipe at Murphy. Absolutely. And Gutekunst. Absolutely. That is a veiled swipe. Oh, baby. This is some good stuff. Live in Green Bay, you don't have to move. If you live in Philly, you got to get out of the gotta next thing. Out of there. Live in Green Bay, someone's going to bring over a casserole and go, here, you need anything else? Yeah, that's true. Sorry mm-hmm. to hear about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you did a good job for us. We still love you. It's a warm blanket. Yeah. Interesting stuff. We'll be talking about it. We're also going to be talking Brewers. Hardcore joins us in about a half hour. And stuff we like with Sam from Sales is coming up. Oh, Samantha's so funny. Can't wait to have her in. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Grabbed every key demographic. Light this candle. He's right. Let's light this candle. Light the candle. Happy Hump Day, Milwaukee. Hump Day. The fastest growing morning show is back on the air. And Drew and KB are welcoming graduate transfers from up and down the dial. It's a pledge pin, sir. A pledge pin. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pin on your uniform. The Brewers won again in Cincinnati. Four games. Four saves. And the guys will chat with Tom Odergord of the Journal Sentinel about the chance for a sweep this afternoon. That's two thus far, shooter. The guys will also talk with Sam from Thailand about stuff they like. And I want it to be the greatest thing that she's ever felt. Presented by Water Joe. And discuss the first interview with Mike McCarthy since he was fired in Green Bay. This is no time for drama. And now, they'll probably be fired someday. But as Lorenzo Kane would put it, not today. Here are Drew and KB. There's something wrong with us something very very wrong with us man i am a walking talking living breathing bad decision these goofballs ain't gonna do shit. they saw there are no men like me no i'm motorboating i don't give a crap at the end of the day you're all gonna die no senor no senor no senor no senor mario gets fat all right we all feel better everybody's doing something we'll do I don't ever want to be successful. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. You know, just hanging out. just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going hand up with you. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Cruising along the Wednesday edition, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game, joined by Armin and intern Josh, and you, our growing army of smart and good-looking listeners on 97.3 The Game, the new the iHeartRadio app, streaming us at thegamemke.com. I'm Drew, that's KB over there. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is we're reacting to Mike McCarthy's first interview, his first published comments since his firing as Green Bay Packers coach in December after a putrid loss to Arizona at Lambeau Field. We're reacting to that. Rob Domofsky got the scoop at ESPN.com. I was waiting for it. I can't say I'm disappointed in it, and I can't say I'm surprised, but it is not, um, let's just say that there's sexier stuff going on right now with the 86 Mets in New York. Ron Darby. Uh, Ron Darling, from who does Mets TV um, and some national stuff, he wrote a book, and he threw some stuff in there about that team's been covered, and we all know that how decadent that team was, the 86 Mets, Lenny Dykstra and stuff. He put in a detail that's got New York buzzing about Lenny Dykstra in the 86 World Series in the on-deck circle screaming racial epithets at Oil Can Boyd, the pitcher uh, for the Red Sox. And Daryl Strawberry and other Mets teammates have said, Lenny's not a racist. He wouldn't have done that. We all know Lenny Dykstra. If you followed his post-playing career, a little bit of a screwball. Nothing Lenny Dykstra. No Lenny Dykstra story surprises me anymore. No, he's he's been on Howard Stern and it's been yeah. it's, it's craziness. Um, his son Cutter was in the Brewer system for a while. Anyway, that is going back and forth and there's like torching going on. McCarthy didn't napalm any bridges in this, but he did say that he thought 
the the his firing couldn't have been handled in a worse manner. That it was that the the firing got him, and there are some veiled swipes at Mark Murphy and maybe Brian Gutekunst. But that's about it. I think there's a little for, tweak of the year to Aaron Rodgers. Where do you, when see you say that? when I you mean, whenever you say working with him was challenging, working with a Hall of Fame quarterback can be challenging. That's a little bit of a swipe. Well, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Everybody who knows Aaron knows Aaron. Aaron, the thing about Aaron is he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room everywhere he is. And most of the time he's right. It's true. But that's challenging. (laughs) But that's challenging. Yeah. So So, I don't think, you know, he would have said that if he still had the job. But I'm saying it's a swipe. It's just not coming out and throwing him under the bus. It's like saying, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. That's 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 the, the that's the equivalent. Don't get me wrong. The swipe is where did that accountability stuff come in? Who was the player? Who was the player who said that guys were like late for meetings and stuff? Or that was you know? Remember, I, or, I thought Bakhtiari or, made the accountability. Or, uh, yeah, or, or they were they were I holding a plane, that. like they were like if it was like guys were late for flights. That and one, stuff I don't like remember that. that one, but yes, I, I want to um, say the actual. He's bristling at that, but then he, he at the end of that the diatribe or not even diatribe, but the end of that response. He says, all I know is I did my job every day and was accountable to winning in line with the standards and the values of the Green Bay Packers that were established by the likes of Ted Thompson and clearly Bob Harlan a long time ago. To me, that's like, boom. That's a shot at Murphy and yeah, Brian Gutekunst. The original article from February 1st was David Bakhtiari says complacency is a problem for the Packers. And uh, and that, so that was what, yeah, uh, Bakhtiari said in the interview, the one thing that would really grind my gears was guys being late for the plane, leaving for road games, and no one holding those guys accountable or even finding them for being late. Now, McCarthy mentions that he had a fine system in, pro, in, in place and that the fines prove that they he was holding guys accountable for that. Yeah, he was pretty passionate in his defense of himself in that part of this interview with Rob Domofsky. Yeah, but he didn't so, see a Bakhtiari. He did not spe- specifically mention him, no. He did not. No. He just addressed so the So life claim. is going on. Uh, McCarthy is preparing himself, diving into analytics, doing a deep dive for his next job, which he thinks, God willing, would be next year. Um, he did talk about, and again, the most interesting part is the part that Rob teased. Rob is um, Rob Domofsky from ESPN, uh, friend of the program here. He has talked about, you know, he's, he's a good journalist, man, and he teased the, the good part of it to me, which was he thought that the firing couldn't have been handled any worse. That the, the the firing was, um, again, cold and impersonal, and that it was just right after the game and all that stuff. It had yeah. to be, yeah. At that point, it, you do it right after a game after a loss. It had to be. No, you can't. You can't hug. You can't cuddle. At the end of the season, if they're going in but, different directions, yeah, you got time for that. But at that point, you have to just rip the bandaid off and then yeah. worry about it later. And the uh, the quote from McCarthy on that front is, it couldn't have been handled any worse. Anytime you lose a close game, it's a difficult time emotionally afterwards. But when you lose a home game at Lambeau Field in December, it's really hard. And that hasn't happened very often. Pumping up his record there. I walked out of my press conference, and I'm thinking about the game, thinking about how our playoff shot was now minimal. That's where my head was at. And when I was told Mark Murphy wanted to see me, and the messenger was cold and the energy was bad. Now, who do you think told him? Like, do we know who told him? Yeah, someone that was a gopher. Was it Aaron Popke or, or was it? Uh, who knows? Jason Waller's the PR guy, or was it Brian Gutekunst? I mean, was, was it his Gutekunst secretary in the meeting? Um, so, large yeah. the team seamstress. You never yeah. know. Could yeah. be. Um, but the messenger was cold, and the energy was bad. 
Mark said it was an ugly loss and it was time to make change. He said something about the offense and the special teams, and he didn't think it was going to get any better. There was no emotion to it. That was hard. And so then we've been talking about this all day, and it's one of the bonus lappers. Time for us to reestablish our stripper pole of the day and our bonus lapper, which stripper polls available at Drew and KB on Twitter. The bonus lappers available for you to vote on and weigh in on at the talk and text line 414-799-1973. If you go to at Drew and KB on Twitter, you'll find out what strip club we're visiting today. We're in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Isn't it the Czech Republic now? I hate to Whatever. be that guy. Whatever. Yeah. The war is over. Czech Estonia. Who knows what the hell that's they your are. Part of the, that's your part of the world, Armin. Che- what is it? Czechistan? Yeah. I don't even know, okay? Prague, the gem of Eastern Europe. Right. You know Prague is Prague. That's all you need to know. Hey, it's National Chocolate Moose Day. It's the light and airy dessert choice, popular with the ruling class. If you could eat only one dessert type for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pie, cake, ice cream, or other? Please harmonize. You know, Ron in the key goes, you did this already. Yeah, we, you know what? We did it a year ago, and we want to reset. And yeah. I like one of these, and it's Chocolate Moose Day. We were if you don't AM like it, Ron in the key, you give me five stripper poles for the next week, and we'll see how those go over. Yeah. Okay. About it, this one is uh, creme brulee and flan would go into the other category. That's But those are but the ones that are popular with the ruling class. Are they the, the same thing, creme brulee and no, flan? I don't know. No? No. Not even close. No? No. Not even close. What's but anyway... Uh, ice cream is, is way good. out. Ice cream custard is way out in advance. But, you know, the one that's interesting is when we were talking about the firing and the bonus lapper, and you can weigh in on the bonus lapper as well. Only way you can do that is by going to the talk and text line at 414-799-1973. Um, if you should happen to be listening to us and you're trying to win tickets in Miami, uh, we'll be giving up those uh, next hour. Hits 97.3 coming at you. Um, South Beach's place for the hits. But we wanted to know... Uh, what has been, have you ever had a, what's your best or worst firing story? Um, Scott says, I got fired from Menards for doing a huge burnout on the forklift that had just gotten new tires put on it. I'm calling crap on that. Because that'd be worth it, I think. I'm calling crap on that. There's no way you can burn out a forklift. Those things don't move fast Yeah, I, I agree. Well, we've got to ask our buddy Murph about that because he's been driving one for years. Um, um, he said he, a customer double dog dared him to do it. Yeah, I'm calling crap. I'm calling. Uh, David O'Connor walks says, early in life, one of my first jobs was for a wood-making furniture company. I was supposed to be in the staining department. <laughs> Who's the head? Hey, go over to see Earl, head of staining. <laughs> gonna... Is that on your business card? Staining. Yeah, we, got, we got to give you, uh, what's the little, uh, can you tell me the difference between varnish and lacquer? Oh, you can't? Um, okay, we got a problem with you. Uh, anyway, he said, um, he was, uh, his lack of math and cutting skills and the occasional nail fights during break, he was told not to return because that's good. Nail nail fights. That's that's outstanding. That's that's smart. Uh, Jacob in advance says, hey, after only getting two hours of sleep from working at the fire department, I got a bottle of water, Joe, and it's helping keep me going through the day. Outstanding. Water, Joe, the official water of 97.3, the game. Just water and caffeine. No nasty aftertaste. What does it taste like? It tastes like water. That's, that's what right. you want your water to taste like. Just got a little jump to it. Hydrated and caffeinated, and our friends that work the overnight nursing shift say they make coffee with it, so that's an option. And Water Joe is going to bring you stuff we like with Sam from Thailand. That's right. Sam's going to be coming in momentarily. Um, so, KB, have you ever been fired from a job? Yes. 
with enthusiasm yeah. on their part? Yes. Or I just mean, what, what was the, what's it like? Doby Maxwell, Mr. Lucky, our buddy has told me for years, like, if they call you in on a Friday and they tell you to close the door, you're getting clipped. Well, if you if you walk in, in radio, if you walk into someone in someone's office, if they say, hey, they want to see you and there's someone you didn't expect there. Like an armed security guard? Uh, you know, the quote unquote witness, a and, witness. There's a, and there's an envelope on their table. You're done. I got yeah, yeah I got fired. I had one of the most uh, highly publicized firings in the history of Milwaukee media. If you recall, I do back recall out, when I was on KLH, I got blown out. I got uh, fired, and then two weeks later, I was rehired doing due to a public outcry. I of- remember that because we were planning this awesome party, and it got circumvented. KB got fired at KLH. And we decided to have, because he's an Irishman and he's been known to have a yeah. drink or two, we, we decided Irish to have a wake for KB's career. run on WKLH. And we had this party planned and we had a lot of people all, all fired up to come. And then you got hired back. Getting an outcry from the public is a huge sign of there was a honor. There was a groundswell. And this, and was pre-social this was media. pre-social media. This was pre-social media. It was an old school email and telephone barrage. Yeah, and... Um, so after a couple of weeks, you know, the smoke had cleared a little bit, and you know, I had to talk with management, and we figured stuff out. Yeah, I mean, then, bottom line, I mean, I can tell you, I I knew it was coming a couple months in advance, or, or because they had done some market research, and they showed me the numbers, and I looked at it, and working in marketing and advertising, I know how market research works, and I remember sitting in there and saying, "Hey, can I see the questionnaire?" And I looked at it, and I just said. I gave it back to him. I go, there's no way in hell I was going to look good yeah, based on how killed. you worded the question. So I knew it was coming. But uh, little did they know, their line of reasoning was wrong, and I went on to continue for another 17 so years. So we changed the the wake, the theme of the wake, and it just turned into a, hey, get drunk with Drew and KB. What the, how did we do that? It was at uh, Three Brothers or whatever it was, McGillicuddy's when it was in yeah in that uh, downtown. Uh, Who? Uh, yeah, it was Ray King brothers. came. Ray King was there. Well, you well, need a lefty from the bullpen. We did. Well, I absolutely. No, well. We had we rented the upstairs of what is now Brothers, right? Yeah, and um, so we just changed it to a Saturday before the Super Bowl celebration. Then we did it the next year too, but the wake but, was ruined. You know, when I went back, we had the meeting. I wasn't douchey about it. It's like you know, I didn't make any demands. I didn't do anything. We just went back to normal, and then that's right. But that's you know, left loudly, came back quietly. And then the last time when I left, I left you know really quietly, you know. Took people a couple of weeks to figure out I was gone. <laughs> and that was by design. So we're talking firings. If you have a good firing story, talk and text line is 414-799-1973. Our friend hey, Samantha was- from over in Thailand has a story for everything. We're going to talk to her next. It's what- time for our uh, Stuff We Like with Sam. What was that one that you were looking at, that text that you were looking at? You were telling oh, me about Jerry? Yeah, yeah. There, there was a really good one from Jerry in the plow truck. Throwing a little shade at you, uh, Drew. Oh, it's game, about of, the game of the day. Has he ever gone all in on a game? I feel like yeah. he can't talk smack about never having to rebound. Yeah, my chip stack was always too big to go all in. Ask Ron in the key. He's a Wait, poker is it? guy. Is it? Well, well, getting, is it too big to go all in? It's getting smaller now. Well, what's the biggest all in bet we've ever had? I went in at 17 or 18,000 one time. Well, you're a degenerate. I'll look into that. I That's can tell my you. point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never had that much. Josh will look it up. Um, Sam from Thailand is going to join us for stuff we like presented by Water Joe, the official water beverage. Of 97.3 The Game. That's next. Drew and KB. This is 97.3 FM. The Game.
Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. We're staying hydrated and caffeinated with Water Joe, the official water beverage of 97.3 The Game. And this is a sign that it's time for us to talk about stuff we like with the lovely Samantha from over in Thailand, which is what we call the sales department, the business side of the building. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, everyone. Sam, you got a hashtag now. You got a hashtag? You got a hashtag. Hashtag Sam fan I am. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Heller from the Mike Heller Show started that. That's Sam amazing. fan, I am, and that's we're we're gonna keep it going because you're on. Josh, take a memo, put it out there that she's on now. Uh, Sam fan, I am, because we have a lot of Sam fans now. Um, Sam just walked in the door. She's got her coffee ready, made with water, Joe. Yep, absolutely. I'm ready it's to for that extra kick. Now, we've been talking about the firing of Mike McCarthy, which happened in December, but he made his first public comments. They're published on ESPN.com today, so we've been spinning through those and. We're asking our smart, good-looking listeners, and we'll ask Sam, have you ever been fired from a job? I have not. Nor really? have I. Woo! Great employees <laughs> yeah, over yes. here. But the day is young. That it's is still, true. It's only 8.15. Something could happen between now and, and I, I would have thought you would have, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I mean, I even worked at Hooters, and I didn't get fired from there. Oh, my. I have a question about Hooters, but we'll save that okay. for off the air. How long did you work there? This- uh, like two years. Wow. Okay. During Which one? The summers, the one on Blue Mound. Blue Mound. Okay. Yeah. That's All the right. one left, I think, right around here. I think so. Uh, I don't even yes. think that's open anymore. There used no, to be it one. Is. There it used is. to be one in Greenfield that I went to, and then one downtown. That was the Alan Kowicki Hooters in Greenfield. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You weren't in the bikini contest that I hosted, were you? Uh, I was not. I was. I, I hosted oh, a remember suit contest there. We did that that one night. I did it for two or three years. It was the toughest gig ever, man. I made like fifty bucks in I, my in free wings, and I was on the mic for like three hours interviewing these. Lovely, lovely girls who didn't have much to say. Yeah. It wears you out, man, right? It was it was a tough gig. At and the end we, of it, I was, yeah. We couldn't understand the stuff they did say. And that's, for the most part, yes. All right, so um, we have a caller on the line, 414-799-1973. Um, before we get into Stuff We Like with Sam, presented by Water Joe, we'll talk to Phil in Brookfield. Hi, Phil. Welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on? Say hi to the lovely Samantha who's joining us. Hey, what's going on? Samantha? Hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil, you have a firing story for us? Yeah, so I used to manage Real Chili at Marquez Campus. Uh-oh. And I hired my own brother. Probably worst decision of my life, but um, I had to fire him. I had to let him go. That was, uh, um, felt cold-blooded, but, you know, I was a uh, manager, and I had to, I had to let him go because, uh, he he was working with another guy on a busy Friday night, and he wanted to go out and drink, and uh, he went and drank, left the other guy by himself. He got really busy, and there was no one there to work, and next day I fired him. Were you in college at the time? Or was he in college at the time? No, neither of us were in college at the time. All right, so he just decided to go out and took it upon himself to go and drinking. You were at the West Wells location of Real Chili, and you had to fire your brother for leaving a shift during a busy Friday night to go drink. Exactly. I think you're well within your rights there. So, uh, that's a fireable offense. Why can't you drink and manage real chili? I mean, Murphy's is right there. You get a beer and you come next door and start cooking chili again. It's not that hard. Exactly. But he went downtown. So, so when the customers have to wait, though, that's just wrong. Um, no, I know. You know, when I go to real chili, I order a Marquette Easy Bean. Can you explain to our smart and good-looking listeners what that means? Marquette Special is... It's a layer chili, so you got your spaghetti on the bottom, you got your beans, and then you got your secret uh, spice chili on top. And then uh, you can get it with cheese, sour cream, onion, 
uh, or jalapenos on the side, and you got those awesome Worcester crackers, too. Extra crackers. Absolutely. Which are perfect bowls. projectiles at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, we've had many Worcester cracker fights in my day. Good times. Oh, yeah. Phil, man, so you you fired your brother from this job. Why did you leave the job? I went to go work for U.S. Bank with Josh, unfortunately. <laughs> Bad career move. You should have stayed in Chile. There's more fe- yeah, There's more. There's more of a future in Chile than there is high finance. Indeed, indeed. So, all right. Um, the other question I had for you is: How long did you manage the real Chile at Marquette? Eight years. How much did you weigh when you started, and how much did you weigh when you left? That's the truth. Oh man! And, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Just, you know, you just sit down at an office job. You know, I was running around and, like dishing chili out, so I was like, yeah, on your feet, and losing weight at the same time. On your feet. All right. I just wondered about that. Thanks for the call, Phil. We appreciate it. He had to fire his brother. That's cold blooded. That, yeah, that is. That's. But then again, it sounded like he deserved it. He had it coming. Bruce. Yeah. So Sam is with us. It is time for stuff we like, Sam. We put you on the spot every week. Um, I want to know what happened to the strip club and the uh, mechanical bull. But before we get to that, I want to know. Give us your recommendation. Stuff that you like, Sam. All right, it's going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it back old school to we. Is that old school for you guys? That's old school. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. bringing it back Wii. to the we. But Mario Party Eight, not Mario Kart. I Mario, love Mario Party yes. Eight. Mario. Eight. Yes, Mario. I love to get everyone in my apartment really drunk, and then we duel. And everyone else is buying Wii's now like crazy, like all my friends and the controllers. But you have to go through like loopholes to keep buying this stuff. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because the stuff doesn't. It's just not like I don't think they. Really so it's black market Wii. Yeah. Kinda. I have. I have a, a console. You can probably have it. It's collecting. Ooh. You know that I have one that's from when the Sprout was young. So. See the fun thing about Wii is the interesting thing about Wii. There are two different styles of play. There is the adult style of play, and there is the kid style of play. Now, they would show you the TV commercials, and they show you the old people that were using Wiis in, in nursing homes to stay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bowling, you know, tennis. And bowling. And an adult will pick up, and let's say they're playing tennis. An adult will pick up the Wii wand, you know, and uh, they're playing tennis, and they'll... They'll sit there and they'll throw their hand back and it's like they're standing in front of the TV and they're breaking a sweat. A kid will sit on his beanbag chair and flick his wrist. And that's all you need to do. You don't have to go through the motions. You don't have anything to do anything like that. You just sit on your ass and ding, ding, ding. And you're looking at the kid going, what the hell are you doing? Well, I'm kicking your ass. That's what I'm doing. So, Sam, I can relate to this. Thing you like being Mario Party 8. I also played this in college. <gasps> yes. Now there is with Mario Party 8 and the Wii Mote, there are certain games where you need to move the Wii Mote up and down in a jerking motion. Oh yeah, that's the shake the can one. Mm-hmm. I'm a boss at that one. So when we no were doubt. playing in college, <laughs> uh we a, a couple buddies and myself were getting into a game of 
of Mario Party 8, and it was getting loud, and who the RA on our floor came to see four men uh, shaking the can. Shaking the can. <laughs> And uh, I think that was the last time we played the game, just based on the the horror bad in her face. It's a bad look. Yeah, got to be oh. careful with See, the. See now, if it was a, if you were a, right. if you were a sophomore at a small midwestern college, you would have come in and shut the door. <laughs> would have been a whole different thing. I think we have uh, different. Would have been entirely Could be our next ending. Facebook Live is Sam playing. Uh, <laughs> Shake the can. Yep. I'll mess Wii. you all up. All right. Well, I I believe that. Book it. All right, uh, KB, what do you have to uh, recommend for us today? I, Stuff I, I, we like presented wow. by Water Joe. I just have to digest that last comment. Yes. Um, anyway, mine is on Netflix. Um, and I sit around and I get these things streaming on Netflix. And, and this one, surprisingly enough, is not a serial killer documentary. Um, but it is new. It is uh, The Dirt. And uh, it's uh, the entire autobiography, the autobiopic um of the rise and fall and subsequent re-rise again of Motley Crue. And um Sam's going nuts. Yeah, in her it was chair. and she's, she's I got air into guitar it. and she's rocking. Are you? Well, yeah. you can rock. You can, did you watch? Did, have you seen it? It's yet? so good. You, it it is. is so good. I mean, okay, their wigs were awful. I'm like, you couldn't have like put in a little more ka-ching for like a better wig. Yeah, Mick Mars's wig yeah. was horrible. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. But Mick, the cool thing was how long did it take you to uh, figure out that um, Mick Mars was, um, oh, shoot, I just lost his name. Pete Davidson. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pete Davidson was the well, guy was from there. the record yeah. company. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Who was the evil KB's guy, the real it. bad, bad king, you know, the, with the hounds in um, Game oh, of Thrones? King Joffrey. No, in no. Game of Thrones, the guy that had the dogs that when he would attack people. Oh, I'm looking at him right now. They took over. He took over Winterfell, and he became king of the north, and then he killed his dad. And he killed his mom, who just had a baby, and the baby, you know, he was a bastard, and then the baby was going to be the new heir to the throne. Why am I forgetting his name? I did not make that connection, so now I just feel dumb. Oh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. But that was Mick Mars, and I'm going, oh, my God, that's who that is. But it's driving me crazy. Anyway, play this, and I'll think of it. It was Ramsey. Ramsey Bolton. It could happen to anybody, but it didn't. It happened to us. The new band is going to be something nobody's ever seen before. Oh, my God, those are my pants. But they look so much better on me. We got the runaway. A cute drummer. An old man. Let's just play it. A cover band singer. They say you're going to be a rock star. What do you think? And it it pretty much it pretty much kicks ass. I mean, it's not great, but I it's not horrible. It. People have said it's, it's not as good as the book, but it's pretty. Uh, now true to form. I had seen the behind the music on it, and Nikki Six was sick, man, when he got into heroin, and they don't pull any punches when they show those scenes. Ugh. There's a all. lot of uh, hashtag Me Too repercussions too. The guys are like, hey, "It was a different time, and we don't condone what we did, and we're sorry." But, well, I mean, you know, different era. Different era. It, it was. It doesn't make it right, but no. you can't go back and change it. Exactly. So that's what they're, they're owning it. Now, the Brewers play an 11-35 game today, so at Stately Olsen Manor, there may be a viewing of the dirt this evening. So uh, it's worth call, it. KB. It's worth the time, good without call, a KB. doubt. All right, it's Stuff We Like, presented by Water Joe, the official uh, water beverage of 97.3 The Game. My Stuff We Like 
Our friend Trapper Shep has a record out. I've been talking about Trapper Shep. Everybody knows I like Trapper Shep and his new record, Primetime Illusion. He is on tour right now in Europe and the UK with a band called Skinny Lister that I probably wouldn't have heard of, except they're on Trapper's label, and he's touring with them. So I check them out, and I recommend that people check out Skinny Lister as well. Check out their band. Uh, he's having a lot of fun romping around Europe and the UK with them. And he'll be back soon, and we'll have uh, news about a gig that he's playing coming up <clears throat> with KB opening. We'll talk about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we get out, mm-hmm. Samantha from Sales, Stuff We Like, you, when we last spoke, we're gonna. you were trying to work it with your friends that you were going to go try to squeeze in like dinner, a concert, a trip to the bar so you could ride the mechanical bull and then a strip club visit. Did you hit the trifecta? Did you hit all touch all the bases? I didn't hit the trifecta. Well, allegedly there was a injury of some so. sort at Silk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well what was... happened? Like what did you miss? You, you did you did everything or you didn't do everything? Well, I didn't get to ride the mechanical bull. I oh. have a friend who's pregnant right now and she got really hangry during the show, so we had yeah, to drop this... everything and go to McGillicuddy's. Yeah, well this ain't Oklahoma pretzel. either. Oh. You're not yeah. bull riding when you're pregnant. <laughs> no. No, so we so you had to go that. get a big pretzel. Okay. Had to go get we ordered literally like a table food, like a full Oh my god, I can't speak. Yeah. A food at McGillicuddy's. Okay. Yeah. So we, we love went the there. Food. It's good. Yep. All right. Uh, then we went to Rogues and then we went to Silk. Your and pregnant I, friend went to Silk. Oh no, she dropped out ah, after Rogues. Okay. So I was no, no, say, no, no, that no. would have been a special <laughs> award from Drew and KB there. <laughs> wow. No. no. Wow. All right, so, all right, it was this close the night at the Gentleman's Club? Yep, closing it out. I was about uh, nine drinks in, so I was kind of graying out, which is when you don't really remember parts of your night. It's yeah. a gray out. It's during, a gray out. It's, it's a gray out in damp January. Yep, it's not a blackout, but it's a gray out. So, um, yeah, apparently a stripper bit my nipple, and I was very concerned that she might have broken skin. Oh. And I don't remember how it happened until the next day my friend told me. So if a, if a stripper bites your nipple, do you have to then find her and cut off her head to do testing? I was going to say, is there a tetanus a, shot involved? Or I might need like a booster. I don't know. She, but she didn't break skin, so we're Gucci. We're good. All right. Sam, you got a lot of how, how do you get we, in that position? Well, apparently my friend stuffed a lot of uh, money down, and I don't remember that part. That was oh, part of the gray out. The and then I out. came alive again at the bite. That'll All wake right. you up. Yep. That'll get you. All right. Sam, she... she do you remember her name? What nope. was the song? Don't remember. She doesn't remember. It's, it's a gray area. All right. It was a gray area. Probably Samantha. Aerial. Oh, you never disappoint. I'm telling you. It's all the stories. What do you got going this weekend? Anything good? Yeah. Um, I've, I'm closing on a house in a little bit. So uh, your life's over then. Oh, You're going to be staying wah, wah. home and messing. Here we go. We got oh, stories. We yep. can share things with you. We're going to Bed you. Bath & Beyond and maybe Home Depot. I don't know. No, I don't wait, know. that house is going to be gonna nuts. fun, though. Oh, it has awesome. a bar in the basement. You are. Oh, well, then you are. You're buying a home, as Drew said, Bed Bath and Beyond in Home yeah. Depot. But you are going to be the female Frank the Tank, who is going to skip that and, and go, go do beer bongs. Yeah. I have a pool table already that converts into a uh, ping pong table. Oh, great. Get excited. Streaky really? in the quad. Sam from Sales, always a treat. Stuff we like, presented by Water Joe. We like talking to Tom Hardcourt about the Brewers. We like it when the Brewers are winning a lot. They are. Hardcourt's next. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. 97.3 The Game. Here's what's trending in Milwaukee now. Me on. I just need your body. 
Drew and KB, the new 97-3, the game. Brewers getting ready to play game three in Cincinnati, Great American Ballpark. Joining us now, our good friend from the Journal Sentinel, JSOnline.com, Tom Hodricourt. Tom, the big question today, are we going to see Josh Hader again? Is he just going to pitch in 150 games this year? Uh, highly unlikely, I would say. I don't think you'll be seeing him today, do you? I wouldn't think so. I would bet the under, but Craig Council in your post game, I happened to see a little bit of it. Um, on Fox Sports Wisconsin. He was being coy and cagey, so you just never know. Well, he's being coy and cagey because he never tells us who's available in the bullpen because uh, he doesn't want the other team to know. But I think that we can say that Josh Hader is not going to pitch a day game after a night game after pitching back-to-back uh, in the first two games of the series. So at this particular point in time, I would not look for Mr. Hader to make uh, an appearance today. Well, the more they're pitching him, he's starting to give up contact. They're starting to put balls in play. They're starting to get hits in guys on base. Like, what the hell? Well, the story last night was not that um, a guy got on base. The story last night was he threw two pitches that weren't fastballs. Um, and we, you know, called Ripley's Believe It or Not, and they told us they don't believe it. <laughs> we, we were just going to start the pool, too, of when he was going to throw his first breaking ball. He threw, actually threw a changeup last night, and he doesn't throw those very often, period, much less uh, to break his string of 47 consecutive fastballs. <laughs> He's been amazing, Tom, and this the whole thing has been amazing. Uh, this, this whole start has been, and we've been talking about their chance to uh, roll up the, the sweep and finish. Now, as I recall, didn't they do this a lot last year where they win the first two games and then lose, a, lose the third? I think that was a pattern for a while, but um, they'll tell you winning the series, they'll take it every time. So, uh, you know, the, the amazing thing about um, their 5-1 start is that it's four one-run one, one victories already. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think their um, run differential is only plus two. Plus two through six games usually does not add up to five and one. When, when Josh Hader's closing games, it does. <laughs> well, and the game they lost was nine to five, so that's a minus four in one game. So right, right, but still plus two for five and one. That shows you how close game, and that's why haters pitched four times already. And their only you blowout, their only blowout victory was that four-two thumping of the Cardinals on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that was the blowout. <laughs> so, Tom, I get it. You know, this is not going to be that that big of a, a stretch of your imagination, but my wife is probably more versed in sports than I am, and uh, we're watching the game on Monday night, and the shift is on, and she blurts out, she goes, I don't know why they just don't lay a bunt down the third base side when everybody is over the other way. So we asked Rock about it, and he goes, you know, you may see that, lo and behold, Grandal does it last night. He doesn't get it into no man's land, but... You know, is that something that you might see more often just to keep keep uh, the uh, shift honest? Well, they're not just shifting against them. They're playing four outfielders. Right. You know, 
that's that's a, that's even more of a dramatic defensive uh, alignment. They're they're playing nobody on the left side of the infield, and then four outfielders. This is when he bats left-handed. He's a switch hitter. They don't do it when he bats right-handed. But he's got a spray chart that shows when he bats left-handed. He never hits a grounder to the left side of the infield, and he hits a lot of fly balls. So the funny thing about that was um, night before last, he managed to get three singles to right field uh, around all of those uh, outfielders and infielders. Now, they're going to tell you that's probably a successful um mission for them because that he didn't hit a home run or it's really going to be really hard for him to get an extra base hit when they have four outfielders. There's no gaps. He's got no gaps to hit it to. Uh, you know, but I can almost see him from the left side starting to get like a, uh, a college world series women's softball game with left-handers and they're halfway down the line as they're slapping it the other way. Yeah. The thing about bunting is all fans think every player should be able to bunt, but in reality, that's not true. He's a catcher, and I'm guessing he hasn't bunted a whole lot in his career. You know, he's, he, he runs okay for a catcher, but he stole a base last night. But um, but he's not a speed demon. But all he had to do is push that one down the line, and, and they would not have been able to get him. But he just got it too close to the pitcher. So he may try it again. You're not going to do it with guys on base, probably, but leading off an inning. And if you're, you know, if it's a close game, you might want to do it just to get on base. But you, know, you got to commit yourself to it and do it. But you know, a lot of fans think bunting can, you know, cure world hunger and have world peace. They think it's the answer to everything. But and they think that every player should be able to bunt. But that's not the reality. These guys are in launch mode most of the time. We're talking with Tom Hodgecourt, our good friend from the Journal Sentinel here, Drew and KB, the new ninety-seven-three, the game. Okay, Tom, um, when's your book coming out? Your book chronicling last season and the, the, the run that the Brewers had? To... Yeah, um, in, any any day now. I think it's got like a April 15th published date, but we'll see if it beats it out from that. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now. Okay, because if you're going to write a book, you might as well start right now in anticipation that the Brewers might actually you know, win the pennant this year or win the World Series because it's not outside the realm of possibility when you start 5-1. and one. But our smart and good-looking listener, Tim, hit us up on the talk and text line, 414-799-1973. And he said, we need a call-in text Twitter poll to name each Brewer's victory this year. If you write a book, I've always said a baseball season is like a book with 162 chapters. He's naming the chapters for you. Opening day was not today. The second game was the immaculate inning. The third game was MVP walk-off. The fourth game was double MVP with Yelich and Braun winning the game. And then the fifth game was Slump Buster in reference to Orlando Arcia getting off the schneid with a three-run homer, his first hit of the season, when we were just starting to get texts and tweets from people saying, why don't they find somebody to replace Arcia? He sucks. Right. So he's naming just the victories, not every game, just the victories. Yeah, well, and you know, who wants to read about losses? I mean, well, because the, the loss would be Goldschmidt night or, you know, Goldfinger or something. Yeah. Gold member. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. I like that one. <laughs> but, I mean, the slump buster is, is perfect, though, because you saw it. You've seen Arcia. Everybody's expected him to come in and pick up where he left off last year, and he got off to a, a, a bad start the first couple games. 
I liked last night somebody tweeted me and says, is it too early to think about RC, uh, sending RC down to AAA? And I said, yeah, it's too early. The AAA season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with him, and I, I know people are, you know, because the Brewers aren't winning by enough and he hadn't been hitting. But to me, his value is on the defensive side, and they talk about preventing runs. Um, he's the run prevention right. czar. Right. Like, right. if he plays good defense – and their offense and everybody else performs close to where they're projected. They can hide a guy. With- yeah, and 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 he's particularly valuable to him defensively in their shift because he's the rover. You know, I mean, he literally plays all over the place. Mustakas and Shaw just get out of the way, and every ball is his. That's between the lines. He actually caught a foul pop, uh, a shortstop, a foul pop down the right field line the other day. Now he was. Uh, he was shifting on the right side of the infield, but still, you don't see shortstops catch too many foul balls down the right field line. No, yeah, when you're scoring games nowadays, you know. Oh man, scoring games is so we've had to invent a whole new. And, and you and you score. Do you when you are scoring? Do you denote a shift? Like like if there's an L six and the shortstop's standing in right field, do you denote it in any yeah, way? Yeah, you have to with a little asterisk or something. But it still goes down as you know the put out and assists don't change. But it is guy, if you're trying to reconstruct the, guy, the game, it's hard. Yeah, the guy's de- the guy's defensive number stays the same six, right? L six. But I always I I started denoting shifts in my on the scorecard because I want to I don't want to think later that the guy lined out the short. He didn't line out the short. He lined out the right field. Yeah. So you put L six with a little S next to it, and you know yeah. that he was shifted. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's it is bizarre. But you know, nobody's really looking at that number other than putouts and assists and stuff because every you know the analytics are so deep now they know right but uh but but rc i I mean it's kind of like hockey what's your plus and minus while you're on the ice right and they look at rc if a run saved too so as boomer scott once said in any offense he gives you his gravy on the cake that's right (laughs) talking with tom hodgecourt here uh of the journal sentinel shasin tom is now two and oh there's a guy who's picking up where he left off yeah, guys. I mean, has there been a better pitching signing from the 20, 2018 offseason than Chassin? Has Arietta been better than him? Has Darvish been better than him? Go back and look at all the pitchers who signed. Um, you know, the the pitchers that Baltimore signed. I mean, go back and look at all these guys that got signed and tell me any of them are pitching better than the least Chassin is. I'm not seeing it. I mean, he's been. It's been a revelation. Uh, he's way beyond better. exceeded expectations. And he, he just gets better and better. He won game 163 for him last year. If it's great in the playoffs, big games don't phase this guy. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, they talk about extending young players. They might want to extend him. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny you mentioned that because that came up now with the Braves making a deal and, you know, more and more guys. And you guys had to go around the locker room and, uh, yeah. you know, Travis Shaw wouldn't mind an extension, and you know, Kristen Yelich probably is underpaid yeah. by current standards yeah. based on his performance. Yeah, they got lots of guys who are uh, who are open for business. They got a big sign open for business on their locker. But uh, if you read my um, notes this morning, you saw David Stern say that they prefer not to do that stuff in the season. So I think the window's shut now until after the until next you know until next off season. But. Uh, yeah, it's extend- we we get we're getting an, at least an extension a day now, and sometimes two. So it's very interesting. It's like everybody's trying to sign up now 
before the next CBA. I'm not sure what that means, but we're going to find out. Tom, the other thing that jumped out to me last night, we've mentioned uh, Arcia, Chassin, um, Junior Guerra. In this two and a third innings, you know, pretty good outing. Sure, yeah, he gave up a run, right? But, I mean, to me, that kind of performance, especially with Knable out and that the length that they got, the innings that they got in that spot, if they can get Guerra and maybe Chase Anderson to pitch in that kind of role, multiple innings and, and eat those up, that that could like that could set up their bullpen for the long haul, right? I mean, how yeah, how, how a, crucial a, is that? Yeah, he's a key guy in their bullpen, a key guy because uh, as you know, Knavel is not going to pitch this year. Jeffers isn't back yet from his shoulder. It's just he's already pitched five innings out of the bullpen in six games. You know, I think he has three outings for five innings now, and he's given up two runs. But he's last night. He's the guy that bridged them. You know, they got Claudio got one out, but then Garrett bridged them from there to Hader. You know, and so uh, and now by doing that, he's got all kinds of fresh guys today, like Wilson and Chase Anderson, Taylor Williams, Jacob Barnes. He's got all kinds of guys because Hader's not going to pitch today, so, but he but he's got he's set up a whole bunch of other guys to pitch today. You know, Wilson looks like he's going to be a key guy in the bullpen too. So we'll put you on the spot right now. Um, it's four three. It's the bottom of the ninth. Who, who comes in? Who's jogging out of the Brewers' bullpen? Alex Wilson's my choice. Alex Wilson? I I don't yep. disagree. I think that's probably it. I thought maybe Taylor Williams, but I think I think you're right. I think it's probably Alex Wilson. Well, you know, Craig Council would like to be ahead eight to four in that point, and then not have to. Yeah, win. I mean, it it is legal to be far enough ahead that you don't need to get a save. Yeah, <laughs> let uh, you know, and let Chase Anderson pitch the last two or three and get stretched out. You know, then with exactly. a big keep him. Yeah, keep Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tim ready in case he needs to fill in as a starter at some yeah, point. Yeah, that would be good. All right, so the game's getting started pretty soon. We know you got to go talk to Craig. Tom, thanks for joining us. We will chat with you again Friday, Brewers against the Reds today, 1130 our time. Off tomorrow, and then, oh, gee, the Cubs come to town on Friday. Cubs, Cubs, Cubs weekend already. Here we go. All right. Thanks, Tom. See you guys. Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel joins us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The best baseball talk is right here on 97.3 The Game. When we come back, the best animal talk in sports radio in Milwaukee or anywhere. Snoop's coming to Summerfest. What is these animals is up next. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Wednesday edition, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game, broadcasting live from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. 50,000 watts of sports and stuff. But mostly stuff. Mostly stuff and a lot of fun mixed in. Armin Sarian's here as well. Intern Josh is here. Again, we're still uh, going over and talking about Mike McCarthy's comments to Rob Domoski from ESPN. His first comments since being jettisoned as the Packers coach and then not taking the Jets job or the Browns job that people thought was a no-brainer for him. They took Freddie Kitchens instead. He is studying up, trying to improve himself as a coach and getting ready for a job perhaps in the next coaching cycle. Maybe it wasn't the right fit. Could you see it? Whew, man. I'm trying to think if... Could McCarthy end up in the division? What would that be like if he ended up in 
Where would he be? Well, Detroit. The only place I can think of is Detroit. Well, I guess Minnesota, Minnesota might. Need to might. Do that. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota might. Oof. Yeah, mm. I don't see it though. Don't want to think about yeah, that. Yeah, that would be awkward, huh? I, I, I think maybe he, Tomlin's going to be gone, maybe in Pittsburgh, go home. That would be the spot for him. But anyway, uh, we've been talking about that. You can check it out at ESPN.com. We threw the link out on our social networks, which is at Drew and KB on Twitter, of course, and Facebook. At the game mke.com is the website at the game uh, the game mke Twitter handle as well. Now is the time we find out today Snoop is coming to Summerfest. Efforts have already begun to get Snoop to do a live edition of What Is These Animals? The game we play every day. It started from KB watching video after video of Snoop narrating animal videos. What is these animals? How do you, when you see one, how do you not? You don't keep going because they're hilarious. Yeah, you can't stop. Our phone number is 414-799-1973. You can win a prize by simply playing What Is These Animals. You have to win. You have to be the first correct answer. To call that number, 414-799-1973. Um, it is presented by Sit Means Sit Dog Training. Sit Means Sit. Um, is your place to go for a dog that's happy, calm, and obedient. Matt Meitner and his staff will hook you up. Check them out at sitmeansitwaukesha.com. Schedule your consultation. And uh, we were just talking, Sam's had some issues with her dog uh, separation anxiety. They can help you with a raft of issues when it comes to your dog. So check out sitmeansitwaukesha.com. We have as a prize today tickets to go see The Empire Strips Back, which is coming up Saturday, April 13th at the Riverside Theater. All the classic Star Wars characters in a burlesque parody, taking you to a galaxy far, far away. This is an authorized theatrical version of the franchise, and they say it's hilarious. It's for mature audiences 18 and over. We've got free tickets for you to see The Empire Strips Back today. All you have to do is identify the the animal. KB is going to give us the clues. Good luck, everybody. 414-799-1973. KB, what's today's animal? Okay, here we go. They are found in mountain streams in the eastern Anatolian region of Turkey. They're considered to be vulnerable to extinction due to damage to their habitat. Uh, they have beautiful markings with bright yellow spots on their, on their black coat. During the breeding season, the side of the male's tails turns silver. And they use it, the underside, and they use it to display it to the females. Also, to initiate the mating process, the male secretes a strong pheromone to attract a female. The pheromone works so well that even when a male isn't around, the females will try to mate with each other, which then again reattracts the males. And uh, when threatened, their skin produces a toxic, toxic substance to protect them. So tell me. What is these animals? All right, 414-799-1973. They're Googling out there. They're getting ready. 414-799-1973. And again, we just found out. Now, when we were at our opening day broadcast at Saz's, it was Brewer Palooza. It was a riot. It was fun. The news broke that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to play the first ever NBA regular season game in France. And we said, we got to go. We got to take listeners. We got to get a charter. We got whatever we got to do. We got to go to France and do the show from France and take part and go watch the Bucks play the Hornets in Paris. Today, we found out that Snoop, the inspiration for this game, What Is These Animals, is playing Summerfest on the last day with Lil Wayne. We have to get him on. We have to get Snoop find a way, on. Right? We have to find a way to get Snoop on the show to do a live version or at least like go backstage and tape something. And with just him. tape something, an intro or something that we can use. 
our hookup, our conduit, like we already told the bosses we want to go to Paris, and that's our, they're already working on that. Our conduit for this has to be Reggie Brown from down the hall at V100 because Reggie knows he everybody. Knows yeah. yeah. He could probably text him. I, I think he probably could. Um, 414-799-1973. That would be a dream to get Snoop on for a live edition of What is These Animals? Um, again, the game inspired by Snoop. Um, KB, give us the clues one more time, and then Armin, okay. I want to hear. Give me, uh, give us a Snoop example. Uh, so people that we're we're welcoming graduate transfers every day. We're over two thousand today, by the way, um, and we're wondering, you know, people wondering where this bit came from. We'll get to that. KB, give us the clues again. They are found in the mountain streams in the eastern Anatolian region of Turkey. They're considered vulnerable to extinction due to the damage to their habitat. They have beautiful markings with bright yellow spots on their black coat during the breeding season the underside of the male's tails turns silver they use that to display to the females also during mating the male secretes a strong pheromone to attract the female the pheromone works so well that when the male isn't around females will try to mate with each other and when threatened their skin produces a toxic substance to protect them so tell me what is these animals all right everybody's googling and again we got tickets for you to see uh, the empire strips back which is the burlesque parody of Star Wars. If you like burlesque and you like Star Wars, this is your show. But who doesn't? Come on. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, in the meantime, Armin, if you would, let's let's let people know um, why we do this. What it do is your boy, Big Snoop Dogg. Hey, let's look at another animal. These are um, beavers. Oh, look like, oh my God. That's a crocodile. That's Wally Gator. Look how they stand up on their toes. Like, hey, cuz, we got to get up out of here, cuz. Come on. He got them cornered right now. Ah! Oh, whoa. Were they going head up with him? They ain't scared of him. What is these animals? There you have it. No one's got this one. KB, you may have stumped the band. I think really? you did. I think you did, KB. You finally did it. Is it there's with, two good, there's is three it great turkey? clues in there. Like they're in danger of extinction yep. in, in the mountains of Turkey. Right. The male's tail underside turns silver. Yep. They uh, secrete then, a pheromone. No, don't, no animal, don't all animals secrete a pheromone, don't we? But well, yeah, probably. But it so, works so well when the male isn't around, the females will try to mate with each other. See, that I don't do. Apparently to tr- reattract the males. Right. Um, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I mean, if we could do it in human life, it'd be a big win for the program. Um, no, there's, there's, they are found in the mountain streams in the eastern Anatolian region of Turkey. See, that doesn't help me. I don't know about Turkish mountain stream animals. Okay, eastern Turkey. I mean, there's part of eastern Turkey that's close to Armenia. I should know, but I don't know much about the animals in that region, and I've never seen ones that secrete those pheromones. But right. uh, I don't know. I, I think you're stumping the band here. Okay. Or they're, or they're trying to track it down via uh, via, via the Googler. So uh, we got a phone call? 414-799-1973. KB, I mean, you Who might have made, made this too hard. Oh, they chickened out. We got a check swing. 414-799-1973. 414-799-1973. All right, people are Googling this. They're afraid to be wrong. That's okay. We get it. Um. In the meantime, our topic today, I mean, the A block today, if we were a newscast, is Mike McCarthy's comments. His, in the interview, we've got links to it all over our social, at Drew and KB on Twitter, at the game MKE on, uh, on the web, our website. You can go and check it out. It's a good, it, it, 
Rob Domofsky went to Mike McCarthy's house, sat down, saw him in his uh, football laboratory, if you will, and caught up with him. And again, the money quote about McCarthy is he didn't like the way his firing was handled. It was cold and impersonal and not the way he thinks that people should be separated from the Green Bay Packers. The way, not the way he tried to have people that he released leave the building. That's the big thing today. That's our, our main topic today. You're going to be hearing about this all day today because we've been waiting for this. We were hitting refresh when we heard that Rob Domofsky had this interview and it was going to air. It was going to run today on the website. We couldn't wait for it. All right, Armin, we got a brave soul, a smart, good-looking listener who's ready to take a guess at today's animal, and it's Pete from New Berlin. Pete, welcome to the program. How you doing? Well, I'll be doing good if you get this right. Because I don't want to put any pressure on you, because if you're wrong, you can just call back and try again. But these Empire Strips Back tickets are burning a hole in our pocket, and I'm stunned at the lack of participation. I think KB found an animal that was too hard to identify. So, Pete, come through for us. Is it the Anatolia Lyceum Salamander? Yes, it is. Hey! Wait a minute. It is the Anatolian Salamander or Newt. When I said there was a great clue in there and i read the first one and you both of you said that doesn't help me sure it does it's the anatolian newt it comes from the anatolian region of turkey so it couldn't be better even better than that couldn't you couldn't get more specific i was picturing not so much a salamander when you said tail i was thinking more of the salamanders have tail i know but i was thinking more of like the mammal thing i was thinking more of a some kind of i don't know that's where i get you and then you said it changed colors, and then you said some secretion. That's that, that, that's a challenge to me. All right, you yep, are a smart, go. good-looking listener. Deductive reasoning. Yep, that's a good spot. All right, so you're going to uh, April 13th. You are going to see The Empire Strips Back, a burlesque parody of Star Wars. You down for that? Why not? Oh, why not? Yeah, it's going to be. I think you might have a, a few laughs. Um, hang on the line. Armin's going to get your information. People really win on our program. Except for me, when it comes to the game of the day. I'm winning like once a week now. It's not good. It's not positive. I need to get back on the winning ways. We'll see if we can do it tonight. Intern Josh is both the bookie and the bookkeeper. We will discuss the game of the day. Next, Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. If you've been in an accident... And you need to have your vehicle repaired. You need to get to Mander Collision in Waukesha. Mandercollision.com is their website. If you haven't been in an accident and your car is just going through the normal daily use of conveying you from point A to point B and it got hit by a shopping cart or you opened your door into another car and you've chipped and dinged and dented the car, you need to take it to Mander Collision. Their express service is fantastic. I went through it. It's fabulous. They'll give you a loaner. They'll keep it for a day. Or you can just, a lot of, you might be able to sit and wait while they work on it and find out what the specific problems are. And uh, you will get it back in showroom condition. It's fantastic. I think this is a perfect Mother's Day gift. In fact, I might have to take my wife's vehicle in just to get her this service. So it'll, it'll be gleaming inside and out, showroom condition. Check out mandercollision.com, the website. Our friends in Waukesha will take care of you. Mandercollision.com. Dot com, the best decision after a collision. It's also, uh, it's an expanding business in part because they advertise with us and our smart, good-looking listeners are going there. Uh, if you're looking for a career in an expanding company, go to amandacollision.com and check out the employment tab on the website and find out how you can get started in a career there. These guys are magicians, truly. 
check it out. Mandercollision.com is the website. Mander Collision, the best decision. After a collision, Drew and KB, the new 97.3, the game. We launched this pirate ship 93 shows ago and decided to have a game of the day. Time to play the game. Yeah, we bet fake money for entertainment purposes only. When you bottom out, you have to go buy breakfast. Yesterday's game was in the NIT. I was on the wrong side again. Josh is the both the bookkeeper and the bookie. Josh, tell us what happened in yesterday's game of the day. It was the semifinals of the NIT. Number two, Texas versus number one, TCU. Drew, you and I took TCU, and Texas won 58 to 44. <laughs> they crushed. They covered easily. It was a one-point spread, wasn't it? One and a half, yeah. yeah. Good God. Nice job, Horn Frogs. Way to show up. It was good news for KB and Armin, though. Yeah, Shaka's all fired up, I think. That's my theory. Yeah, every coach is fired up for every game, and they still get their ass kicked. How does that have anything to do with I, it? I, I'm just saying, I think that, yeah. I mean, Texas you're right. plays tougher competition during the year. and you know. It's hard, though. The, um, the NIT is like those college bowl games, like, you know, that no one cares about. Playing in the, uh, the Garden Weasel Bowl. Oh, yeah. You don't know if the players are. You don't know if they're gonna, if they've checked out or not. You don't know who's who's invested and who. It's hard to predict. Yeah, the, the NIT. NIT sucks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it does. Who's well? It's hard to predict. That's for sure. Um, but I should have looked into this more. Anyway, I lost. What are the current cash standings, Josh? I have thirty thousand. Next up is Armin with eight thousand. Who's Drew, Big Daddy now, huh? Drew, you have fifty-two hundred, and KB has five thousand. All right, let the record show that I'm still up 200 at 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. My original 5,000. Yeah, 92 you. shows, and I'm playing with my original money, whereas everybody else That's has fine. bottomed out and gone with the barrel and suspenders up to the window of shame and had to rebuy. It's not and the then going to shame. the window of shame at the drive through no. in the morning to bring in breakfast no. for everybody. Not yeah. the window of shame. Get it up. No, it just says that I roll. <laughs> I that roll. I'm not afraid of losing my money. <laughs> That's a, that I play. KB I play with another hard. t-shirt slogan. I, I roll. roll. Okay, there's no window <laughs> at the Euro joint that KB went to. You had to oh. go in there, didn't you? Yeah, you had to, you go had to in walk in and watch part of a uh, serial killer documentary. Oh. Or no, it was on Charles Manson. It's not too bad though. You like that? If you, if, I do. Yeah. If you missed that whole experience, you can actually see it on our on our website at the game MKE. Yeah. All right, um, Josh, what's today's game? Well, we got to see if the Bucks can clinch without playing, right? Let's do the Raptors in Brooklyn. They're facing uh, the Nets. They are The Raptors are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Brooklyn's a decent outfit. They're not. Yeah, they, they, they look good against the Bucks the other day. They are. I think they're close to 500, if not. They've been yeah. one of the more impressive you know, turnaround-type teams this year. That was um, for the Bucks to win in that depleted fashion with Giannis kind of coming back. The other night, a good win for the Bucks against Brooklyn. Um, the Raptors are a good squad. Did the Raptor the, the key question is did the Raptors play last night? That's what we have to check. Well, we, no, we don't do research. Well, I'm gonna do this research because it's well, it's your show. It's, I can't it's a stop click me. away. Um, you guys stop me no, from checking, doing he, research. Here's I the won't. thing. Yeah. And if it was a back to back, that would be. But I'm just saying the key is it looks like the Raptors did not play last night, so they had a night in New York. Oh, I see. I see. And that might be tougher than playing, say, a game in Cleveland and then traveling in, having a full night off in New York. What's the spread? 
The Raptors are one and a half point favorite. That would explain it. All right, how are we betting? I'm surprised it's that close. I think the Raptors are better, and I'm taking them to win. I'll take the Raptors 3,000. I think I'm making money today on this one. All right, KB. I'm going to take 500 on Brooklyn, but looking at the schedule, the magic number is one. There's four games left, and just a message to the Bucs. Put the freaking hammer down, okay, on one of these games. Just absolutely stuff it down somebody's throat, and let's end this. Well, they got Philadelphia on Well, that's my point. They got Philly, and and it's So do you load up for that game, or do you wait till you play a lesser opponent and then load up for that game? You know, or or if if Toronto loses tonight, you just like well, relax that, and coast depends in. Depends on that. Don't rely on somebody else. Yeah. It's they're in good shape. Um, I'm going to take. Well, so were the Cubs last year, and we all know how that turned out. True. I'm going to take. Point. I'm going to take Brooklyn uh, on the home side. Brooklyn for 750. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to take the Raptors for a thousand. Right. Those are our bets. Follow along with us at Drew and KB on the Twitter machine. That's our game of the day. We do one every day because the station is called 97.3 The Game. All right. Now it's time for a few over-unders. Again, for entertainment purposes only. Over-unders presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. Visit PaceBig.com or just go visit the casino. You know where it is. It's right in the valley. You can't miss it. All the excitement, all the gaming. All the dining, all the entertainment options. I think the most entertaining thing is people watching. In addition to winning money, people watching at the casino is awesome. You see people who are on that gambler's high. Winners, losers, saints, sinners, KB, gamblers. You got them all. You got them all. Lost souls. Everybody. And it's a Milwaukee melting pot, more so than even our sports venues. You see, uh, it's a whole cross-section of the city. And it's a fun place to hang. Potawatomi Hotel and Casino, the sponsor of the over-under segment. Josh, what do we got today? We got some more stats in regards to social media. According to a survey, what percentage of respondents confess to spending up to up to 10 hours on social media a day? Over under 20%. 10 hours. All right. How old are our respondents? That's going to be a key. 10 uh, hours is a heavy, heavy commitment. It was pretty... I, uh, 20% 18 low. to 40. I'm saying over because 20%. It'll be I'm like, going under, man. It's hard to do anything for 10 hours a day. Even Armin's Pornhub fascination So it's 20 per, It's, it's takes three 20% minutes. of anyone or not a, anyone more than 10 hours a day? Yeah. Yep. Over. It was over. It was 25%. I kind of thought it might crazy? be... crazy? It's wild to me, but it's all, it's all youth. I right? was complaining about seven hours. Well, that's not good either. Wow. According to the study, the participants unlock their phones an average of how many times a day? Oh, my god! Over under 70. Well, then, based on this, if you're on your phone for 10 hours, you're not unlocking it that many times. I'm taking the under. I'll take under. Over. It is over. It was 92 oh my times a day. Jeez. Don't even lock it at that point. What percentage of participants said they use Facebook to fill spare time? Just to fill spare time. Over under 60%. I'd say over. Over. Yeah. Mm, under. It is over. It is 
to fill spare time or to stalk ex-girlfriends, college girlfriends, to find out what your neighbor's kitchen looks like. That's, yeah, okay. What percentage of the people surveyed claim that they only consume Facebook content as opposed to posting content? Oh. Over under 30%. There's a lot of people that do that. Lurkers. Um, like I said, stalkers, lurkers. I'm taking the over. Over. I'm going to say over. I You can go to my Facebook page. There's hardly any posts on there. I would have figured the same, but it was only, it was under. It was 25%. Hmm. I'm hardly ever on there. And finally, what percent? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Participants could successfully step away from social media for one whole week. Two percent. One whole week without social media. Over under 15%. Under. Under. A week. I got to bet the over. My faith in humanity. I got to bet the over. They all let you down, Drew. It's yeah. under. Is your faith ten percent? Well, why do 10%. I why do I misplace my faith in humanity? I'm just I'm constantly disappointed by surveys, elections. Armin couldn't step stuff. away for three hours. No, I know. Oh, three segments. <laughs> this is not a one chance. segment. KB, I think you could though. You'd be the ten percent. Oh, hell yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got some over under birthdays for you. Every once in a while. You get these the birthday list every day of celebrities with notable birthdays. And if it's your birthday today on April 3rd, happy birthday. I was stunned to find out, KB, we played the parlor game Dead or Canadian, you know, yes. years ago. Doris Day. She's still alive? Wow. That's what I said. She's alive? Are wow. you kidding me? Doris Day. Over and under 102? Doris Day. Over under. 96. Over. Jeez, I gotta say over. Yeah, gotta be over. <laughs> I think I got a Doris Day song. Wait a minute. You hey, do Sarah, not. Sarah. Uh, that no, would be the one. No, it's all Christmas carols. Uh, Young well, at heart. Yeah, the Doris can, Day yeah, show. Doris you can, Day. You can say Doris that. Day is 97 years old. Josh, have you ever heard of Doris Day? Yes. You're a millennial, but you've heard of Doris. She's Day. a legend, though, you know? And it was funny because we were just talking yesterday about names, right? And how some, you know, names are cyclical and there are some names that are Doris happens to be my mother's name. Oh, it's a and, great name. And uh it is there aren't many left. Right. Doris Indeed. Day came from the era of the lift and separate bra, which oh, is really? much different than uh where we are now, which is the lift and smush together. All right, here's you remember couple. that? Yes, it I lifts do. and separates. Sure, but I mean when was she wearing it if she's 97? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> from the era. The she era. comes from the era. Well, she has had many eras. All right. Oh, I guess she's not point. in the era. Wow. Uh, so she's 97. All right. Um, well, good for her. Wayne Newton, Mr. Vegas. Wayne Newton. He's ageless. He's looked the same for 50 years, Wayne Newton has. Wayne Newton's in movies. He's had some work done. He's, and in, every, he's in Vegas. He's always tan. And every show he does, he has a little bit of a cold. That's right. <laughs> Can't hit those nice. Sorry, I got a little bit of a cold. Wayne Newton is over or under 80 years old today. Over. I'll say under. I'll say over. 
He is 77. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm right. Now, people think of this and they think of Ferris Bueller. Not 100%. Wayne. He is Mr. Vegas, though, man. When he expires, I mean, they've already... That's his town. Celine Dion's ending her residency, too. To- She's also been there. Tony for Orlando has a birthday today. Oh, Tie a yellow ribbon, KB. He was in Talladega Nights. Tony Orlando, over under, 77 years old today. Over. Over. Under. Drew likes this one. He's 70. He is 75, so he's under. This was what this was a hit, man. This is a banger. KB, your band should cover this. This would be hilarious. This oh, is please. like uh This would get people rocking. Oh, this is like um would be like Pearl Jam when they covered uh with uh, Forever in Blue Jeans. Yes. This is right in that. Didn't who Soul did, uh, Asylum did Rhinestone Cowboy. Rhinestone Cowboy. That's what I was going to say. Another good one. Um, all right, a couple of more. This tie a yellow ribbon. This is just a classic. Um, Alec Baldwin, Thirty Rock. Um, let's see what else was he in. Fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, Rock of Ages. Over. Hunt oh, for Red how October. Can, you can't. You can't. For, his best one. Beetlejuice. Always be coffee is for closers. Right. Oh, absolutely. Coffee is for closers. Murray sent me here Glenn from Gary. downtown. See how much this watch is? Yeah. See Gl- this watch? Glengarry Glenn Ross. Um, and he's Trump on Saturday Night Live. Alec Baldwin over under. 62 years old today. Over. Man. Under. I'm going to go. It's close. I'm going to go under. It's close. He's 61. David Hyde Pierce, also known as Niles Crane, Frazier's brother, over under 58 today. David Hyde Pierce, the actor who played Frazier Crane. I I think he's probably over. He was fantastic. Emmy Award winner. Fantastic. Yeah. He is. He's 60. Now, here's a tough one. Eddie Murphy. Very difficult. Eddie Murphy. He looks so young. To us, you know, he's not Norbit. He's he's not Daddy Daycare or Dr. Doolittle. Beverly Hills Cop. KB, Saturday Night Live, 48 Hours, or Donkey from Shrek if you're Josh. Eddie Murphy I like today. trading places. Eddie Murphy over under 56 years old today. Um, I'm going to say under. I'm slightly under. I'll say under. Under. He is 58. He's over today. How about that? Finally, um, Jenny Garth, 90210. Remember her? Of course, yeah. The blonde. Over, under, 50 today. Jenny Garth. Jeez. Under. 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 You all said that so quickly. She's 47. How old was Luke Perry when he uh, rolled a 7? 52. 52? All right, so she was younger. That makes sense. She's 47. Happy birthday to everybody on April 3rd today. That is a banger. Look at it. Here it is. Wait, does this come back? There you yeah, go. Yeah, well, you know what? Back. This, you know, this started the whole ribbon thing. Now, then you have to have a ribbon for. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna wear the ribbon. Go, go. I'm gonna wear end the it, ribbon. End Drew it. Drew and KB, it the new 97.3 The Game. Drew and KB. The new 97.3 The Game, broadcasting live from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex on this sunny and lovely Wednesday morning. Bringing it to you halfway through our week. Hope you're having a great day so far. We um, we need to talk about what's happening now. Now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Past that. When? Just now. We're at now now. 
Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. What's happening now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! What's happening now is that our producer Armin Sarian, the Marquettian among us, the Ring Out Ahoya guy, is remarkably calm and composed because a lot of Marquette people are freaking out. Because former Marquette coach Buzz Williams left Virginia Tech, or is in the process of leaving Virginia Tech to go to Texas A&M. And some believe that current Marquette coach Steve Wojciechowski is a candidate to replace Buzz Williams at Virginia Tech, as if there is a pipeline from Milwaukee to Blacksburg, Virginia. Armin, you're composed. Why? There seems to be some idle rumors about that on Twitter. Uh, I noticed that too, Drew. Does that mean I'm maturing? Is it a sign I'm getting more mature? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think what it is is I just uh, see this as a lot of things don't add up about this. Um, I I don't really see Wojo's being that attractive of a candidate right now anyway. And if he was, would he go to Virginia Tech? Maybe to go to the ACC, but I don't know. Doesn't seem to be any Not, solid rumors, any solid information. Don't see him it. going to a team that was, you know, a few seconds away from going, you know, to the Final Four. I yeah, with a lot of seniors. I just, well, but you know, that's still. the thing. They're losing most of their team. I mean, maybe it could happen. You know, you never know. This is college basketball, but. For some reason, I just don't see it, and if it does, I'm not sure Marquette will have much well, trouble getting a good candidate. Here come so. all the flight-aware people. Well, that's what it is. It's now flight they're tracker. all going to flight trackers. They're all going to be looking for planes going out of Milwaukee. Where are the private jets going? Hashtag, uh, hashtag flight tracker season. This seemed to be where it started. There was a, you know, somebody tracked a flight from basement dweller Waukesha to Roanoke, Virginia, and freaked out. So. Basement dwelling yeah. alumni. Um, I'll just say it. It Wojo's not going to Blacksburg. I don't think so either. I don't see him even, you know, interviewing for that job. I'd be stunned if he even interviewed for that job. No. I just don't see it. I could see an agent putting out feelers to get more money. That happens. That right? I can I can't put that past anybody. But the idea that he would leave Marquette and that there'd be the second straight Marquette coach to go to Blacksburg and coach the Hokies, I don't see it. So um what you really need to know, how did teenage boys kill time in China? Apparently, one option is to shove 70 marbles in their urethra. Med- oh, Medical officials stop. say that uh, an 11-year-old boy was complaining about a stomach ache for an x-ray. The chicken x-ray showed a line of magnetic marbles in his bladder. So then he, inv- he uh, admitted to inserting the marbles into the peen, but That's they awful. traveled down into the bladder. Oh. Uh, two-hour surgery had to take uh, place. In order to get the removal to be successful, but I got a stomachache. What if it had anything to do with those marbles I shoved up my urethra? Oh, pea-sized, pea-sized magnetic marbles. Why? What, what is going on here? Why are people? Why? <laughs> it's China. Oh my gosh! Well, once you do the first ten, why would you stop? Yeah, you've, I mean, I'm sure well it's like seventy. Then. It's like tattoos. It's probably addicting. Were the magnets <laughs> manufactured in? in I don't know. China? Magnetic. You know, and then did they say made in China? Well, so you know what? He's got to be smart enough if they're magnetic marbles to put them in the right way, because okay, some of them they would they would repel yeah. each other. Yeah, great point. Wow. Um, what's happening now is Chuck Garbedian from Garbedian on Golf has joined okay. the program. Sorry about that. I just no, heard that's that. all right. <laughs> uh, Chuck is here. He's sitting in for Ted Davis because the voice of the Bucks is on the road with the Bucks, getting ready for the Bucks to play the Sixers tomorrow night in Philadelphia. And uh, you'll be joining Dan Needles and the Thunder character. Yes, indeed. Yeah. 
Well, every time you walk in the studio, I get a golf story teed up. <laughs> really? Which is, it's just, it's amazing. Works out my, well. My next story for what's happening now is that 72 women are set to make history at Augusta National. Yes. The uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur. How about that? You know who else is set to make history? Chuck Wood, the head golf professional at Kanawha Country Club, is going to Augusta National. I think he leaves Friday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, and he's caddying for one of the kids in the drive chip and putt championship on Sunday. One of well, the girls, I was one watching of the local that. girls is from Wisconsin, and he coaches her. And he's the, he's quote unquote the chaperone, but he they fly them down into Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, I I saw I was watching some of that, and it's uh, awesome. Well, it is to see these kids that are you know, first of all, they're flexible as all get out. They have unbelievable swings. <laughs> yeah, they do. And everything is going to you know. And then you got a nine year old who's got a head coach. You know, well, they have an entourage. There's no a, question they've got about a sports, that. They've yes. got a, a sports psychologist yeah. at the age of nine. It keeps them away from the magnetic marbles. Oh, my gosh. That's what gosh. it does. But some so, of those kids can really rip it. Yeah. They don't generally use Augusta, I thought, for anything. Augusta National? Until, yeah. Augusta National has been used for some college events in the past. They very quietly do it. But before the Masters? Yeah, the course is ready to go. Yeah, where know, where they're but... going to be hitting it and where the pros are going to be hitting it, there'll be no... The, the divots won't be in the same spot, so it won't be a problem. What was Billy Payne's? Uh, if you're playing Augusta National, take one swing from the professional tees, and that'll be the only swing yeah. you take at Augusta National? Yes. Yeah, if you're, if you're a guest on there, they, they have only one set of tees for you to play. You don't mm-hmm. go back to the other tees. No. You can look at them. You, you can admire them. Take a but... picture if you want, and that's kind of front upon as well, but they understand okay. it, but they don't want you doing that. What's yeah. happening now? An update. Uh, Hall of Famer Bobby Cox, the Braves' longtime manager, admitted to an Atlanta-area hospital uh, just today. Um, apparently, uh, Brian Snitker, the current manager of the Braves, reached out to Cox's family and is very concerned, but there's no details. Bobby Cox, 77, was admitted uh, last night with undisclosed medical issues. Hmm. So we hope he's going to be okay. Always like Bobby Cox. He would be in the Braves... He'd be in the Braves uh, clubhouse in his office, and I'd go tag along with Hardcore because Hardcore knew him going way back because really? Tom came up covering the Braves AAA oh, team. Okay. And so Tom has history with the uh, the Richmond Braves and the Atlanta Braves. And sure. Watching those two talk was, it was that was my fly on the wall Ted Perry moment. Watching those two talk was always hilarious. So uh, our, our thoughts are with Bobby Cox and his family. But what you really need to know um, here we go for your Packers fans. Apparently today on the Dan Patrick show, Jordy Nelson said, if Aaron Rodgers called, it would be hard to say no. Oh, let the discussion begin. I shall step aside. Continue. Aaron Charles Rogers, make the call. Jordy, I'm going to say it right now. Jordy Nelson will sign with the Packers. He may not play. In order to retire as as a Packer. Packer. I think he plays. No way. I think he plays. First of all, if Aaron Aaron makes the call, he doesn't have that power. No, I give him that power. If Brian Gutekunst makes the call, right. it's different. There's no way. First of all... It's like, great fodder though. Oh, yeah. It's just awesome fodder. Well, James Jones came back that one time. They needed a receiver. They still need a receiver. They need somebody. They've got good receivers. They've got they've better got, receivers than Jordy Nelson. They've got Nelson. decent receivers. Well, Geronimo Allison's better than Jordy Nelson. If he can stay on the field. Yeah, if he can well. catch a ball. Yeah, I'd agree with you. If he could do those things. See, I just got out of the way. I know, that was nice. Yeah. Way to Gosh, start the fire and then you step go. back. Yeah. Go. Speaking of football, I've been basking in the glow of my prediction that the Alliance of American Football was not going to catch fire 
I knew it the first weekend. I was not fooled by their good ratings and the fact that they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets head-to-head on their first TV broadcast. Because after that, bupkis. You know, Johnny Manziel jerseys now oh. are going to go to third world countries. Wouldn't you love a jersey, though? There weren't jerseys, were there? I knew yeah. a guy who played in the uh, European NFL, and the jersey that he brought back was just, it's, he's got it framed on the wall. It's the Scottish awesome. Claymores? I don't know which one it was. The no, Ryan he was, Fire? Yes, he was in the Ryan Fire. It was like purple and red. Yeah. It was awesome. It was like, they should do all the jerseys Mitch like that. has a Thunder jersey from whatever team that was. Orlando? The Thunder? No, no, it was um, a European. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. European NFL? Yeah, yeah I want to get an AAF so, and a football. Again, I'm not I'm not reveling in the fact that all these guys are have to fly themselves home at their own expense. Yeah, that ain't you know, cool. They were making like you know seven grand a week during the season. Charlie Ebersol and Bill Polian tried to make this happen. It's just it's it's not gonna happen. It's like the word fetch. It's not stop trying to make it happen. Off season football <laughs> isn't gonna work. I would rather go all in and have an MLS soccer team in Milwaukee than any spring football team that you can throw at me. XFL, AAF, UFC, anything. I don't care. I'm Off sure they'll try. I'm sure gonna they're going to try to find a way to spin different football leagues and stuff like that. Sure, because there's money out there somewhere. That's right. You know, anything like that. How much money can you throw at it? What's his name? Uh, Donden? Yeah. Donden? Whatever his name is. Threw $70 million at it. Promised 250 yeah. threw 70 and then tried to and then went to the NFL PA and screwed it all up. Yeah, see you later. Yeah, yeah it's, it's done. Not going to happen. But what you really need to know, let me throw this one, see if you can answer this. Um, each of the three of the of you. The largest purchaser of explosives in the world is the U.S. Department of Defense. Okay. Who's number two? Exxon. I'm going to say China. In China. I'll say the Soviet Actually, Union. Actually, not in the world. In the United okay. States. Oh, in the United States. In the United States. States. Sorry. Ma- McDonald's. I'm okay. making a guess. I'll say the state of Arizona. And Drew, got a guess? Exxon. The fireworks place at the... Uh... Disney World. Oh, Disney the World fireworks. is the yeah. second largest purchaser of explosives in the United oh, States. Yeah. I, Boom fire... goes the dynamite. That's right. Fireworks every night in the Magic Kingdom. No fireworks, smoking, yeah. no strollers. No, no. That is true. But lots of no. boom, boom. What's happening now again... Armin is not freaking out because Steve Wojciechowski isn't. We don't think he's going to Virginia Tech. Uh, it's they, not they, these seem like very, very weak, idle rumors, man. Uh, the, the, this the, just the in: there's seen. a plane leaving from Kreitz no. Field going down to. Yeah. No. no. I'm sorry. Why is it that Virginia Tech would want well, Wojo? Exactly. Right. That's yeah, it. A, yeah. People because because no, people want to freak the out. way they finish games. I, I, don't, that's ACC. Why. I don't think he'd be an attractive candidate right now. I really don't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now maybe next year if they have a big year or something, but maybe so. I don't think Texas A&M has confirmed the hiring of Buzz Williams yet, but Virginia Tech has. It's I, I haven't seen anything from. Have you seen it from A&M? Like, did, have they put out the release? Because Tech put out. I mean, they put out the release. Did you see an A&M today. release? I mean, we've I known it was going to happen. There was one. Yeah. There's a bunch <laughs> but, of uh, a bunch of reporters are saying. But, yeah, but yeah. Whit Merrifield. Uh, it'd be funny if Virginia Tech scooped the announcement. Like, why wouldn't you? And said, hey. Yeah, he's gone. Coach Williams made a very positive impact on the culture of our basketball program at Virginia Tech, said Whit Babcock in a statement. We appreciate all that Buzz and his staff did for our students in our program. We wish Buzz, Corey, and their family the very best as they return to their home state of Texas. He got out ahead of the posse again. He got out, baby. He wanted to go home, too. That's part of Who it. Who are these guys? A&M went to the oh, Sweet they, 16 just last year. They tweeted four minutes ago, welcome, be a part of the Buzz. Tomorrow's the welcome event. They've got his picture and everything. So. Wow. So, yeah, yeah so Virginia Tech Virginia Tech did scoop him. 
What's his new look going to be? Uh, uh, he's keep gonna, the same vest, glasses. You think so? A he's cape. Wearing, he's wearing hair now. He's, he's going to wear a cape anymore. and maybe a monocle. Yeah, yeah. But again, <laughs> all the message board stuff. We even got a text from the Talk and Text line, four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. And it's from Frank, who said, Williams is leaving Virginia Tech. Heard Wojo might replace him. Have you heard anything about this? Don't freak out. Wojo's not wow. going to Blacksburg. Ain't happening. There's no express lane from uh, Milwaukee yeah. to Blacksburg. It's on the Virginia Tech message board. How do you, call you connect all those dots? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ridiculous. Anyway, the talk today has been about Mike McCarthy and the interview he did with Rob Domofsky. Again, nothing earth-shaking in it. He's a little upset with the way the end came with, uh, you know, with Mark Murphy the fact that he got greased after a game at home with a couple of games left December 3rd when they when they laid down against Arizona uh, there's nothing incendiary about it but it was interesting to see uh, Channel 12 Sports Director Dan Needles part of the crossover TNT is with us Dan what did you think of the uh, of the story and the comments from McCarthy I got up early and sat on the throne and read it <laughs> I expected more to think that the most Stunning mention or point of the whole article was that he was stunned, and that came out in the teaser yesterday. I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing about him going after a high school referee in Green Bay. There was, there was nothing. Nothing about the jobs he was interviewed for. He didn't throw anybody under the bus. It was. He wasn't going to. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying that it was oversold or anything. It's just. It wasn't, I think people were expecting sensationalism, and that's not Mike McCarthy's way. He's not going to go after people. No. What about the stuff about the challenging to coach Aaron Rodgers and challenging and the Hall of Fame quarterback and stuff? That yeah. seemed pretty stock, too. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to read anything between the lines on that. Of course it's I challenging don't. to coach any Hall of Fame quarterback. Think it's challenging to coach Tom Brady? Yes. Yeah. The, um, and Giselle. Yeah, and Hard Giselle. to coach her. The um, but, the between the lines thing though was when he did say about something about the culture and tradition established by Ted Thompson and Bob Harlan. It's like that was a slap at Gutekunst and Murphy. That's the way I'm reading it. Got fired. That one aside. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't. Just, there's nothing that was established by Goody. He's in year two, and there's nothing that no, was no, established he, by Murphy. It was established. I'm saying that's that, what he's saying. Is yeah. like the way he was fired, and that the way, and then, and he did bristle about the accountability yeah, I, stuff. That was a Bakhtiari quote about guys not getting in trouble for being late to planes. I, I don't think he can argue with it. I, what is David Bakhtiari making something up? Was he unhappy because he was underpaid or something? Agree me? No. You wouldn't think so. He's got no axe to grind. David Bakhtiari says what... Usually he's a pretty straight shooter. So everybody's going to have different opinions, though. Everybody has a different opinion on the And that's what makes makes our show great. The crossover with Ted Needles and Thunder. No Ted Garbedian in today is next. We will do it again tomorrow at 6 a.m. Caitlin Sharkey from Fox 6 Milwaukee joins us on Thursdays. Make good choices. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.